Talk Live. It is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves here. You can dial in toll-free and bring up whatever you want. Our number is 855-450-FREE, like freedom. That's 855-450-3733. We have the Discord on-air call-in line rooms over at discord.lrn.fm. And, uh, well, you know, we've always got stuff in the news to talk about tonight, like, uh, for instance, the new law in Texas. I teased it a couple of nights ago, but we never got to it, that apparently is going to make it illegal to send an unsolicited nude photograph uh, to somebody. That's now apparently against the law. We can talk about that, plus the bus police we got a brand new uh, guest co-host here that uh, that we're, we're trying out here tonight. He's a brand new mover, actually, here to the Keene area. By the way, I'm Ian Freeman here on Free Talk Live. But Captain Kickass uh, is joining me here tonight. Welcome to the program. Hello, everybody. Yeah, actually, you know, I said off the air the other day, I don't think you were here for but I said, well, every time, if Adam Kokesh could, like, come to Keene, every time he comes to Keene and bring us one new mover, that would be pretty great <laughs> because... We didn't know that you had just moved here. Um, you hadn't, you know, come out to meet anybody until Surprise. this until this weekend uh, when Adam Kokesh was our guest co-host because he happened to be in town. Um, he was in Boston on Friday, Saturday, yeah, Saturday. He, he's getting maced um, or whatever. Yeah, he ended up getting uh, some pepper spray or some sort of nasty spray uh, by the police. He was he had his microphone cut off at the so-called Straight Pride uh, Parade. We talked in detail about that on Saturday night. So if you want to know all about what happened at the Straight Pride Parade in Boston from somebody who was there, just go to freetalklive.com, grab Saturday night's archive, and it's it's discussed in detail there. Uh, but then uh, I think it was, was it Sunday night, Saturday night? Anyway, one of those nights yeah. you, you came out and uh, you'd contacted him and said, oh, wow, I heard you on the radio. I'm in Keene. And I guess you guys know each other from past events. Yeah, in uh, Seattle, actually, uh, you know, he was doing his book tours and that kind of a thing. Uh, and on his book tours, uh, one one day he uh, you know put up a a cry for help on the social media. Said, "Hey, I had a a venue back out. Does anybody you know know of a venue available? Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of a thing." And and you're having, a musician, right? Yeah, having played you know in bands for 20 years in the Seattle area and heavy metal bands, I you know I know venues, and so I can get you a venue, no problem. So I got him a venue, and then every year, whenever he came through, he'd ping me a couple weeks in advance or whatever. Hey, can you you know can we do it again? Sure, you know. Perfect. Um, I I was familiar with his work, you know. Um, I kind of came through the, uh, the YouTube stuff, right? I remember uh, your videos about you know Ian's couch, you know, back <laughs> in the day. Uh, you know, came through like the the Stefan. It Molyneux. wasn't even my couch; <laughs> it was my tenants. Oh, that's right, it was. Yeah. yeah. Uh, kind of came through the old uh, pre-cancer Stefan Molyneux stuff, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Jacob Spinney videos, you know, on the state is not great, uh, and that kind of a thing. And and, and that's kind of how I found myself to be, a, you know, a libertarian individualist, if you will, uh, is the word that I like to use. So you would say it was Kokesh that kind of brought you? Uh, well, he was one of them, right? Because mm-hmm. he had the RT show going on, right? The Adam right. versus the man thing that... Uh, you know, I would catch on occasion, and I loved his uh, "Man on the Street" video. I think that's always been what everybody loves about Adam. Is he does great work, street, yeah. Man on the Street videos. So, um, you know, I don't know if you know this, but uh, about five years ago, I attempted to move to Keene. I didn't and, know that and no. failed. Oh no! How? Yeah, <laughs> tell I, me about that. I, in fact, almost died. What? Uh, yeah, I. Uh, you didn't hit a moose, did you? 
No, I hit I hit black ice is oh, what happened. Oh man. So you moved uh, during the winter time. Well, it was March, right? So <laughs> If you Still want to call winter. that winter. And I was anxious, so I'm like, I'm just going to go in March. That's close enough to oh spring, right? Packed up all my stuff, and uh, you know, I bought a little trailer, uh, put all my earthly belongings in it. I got across the mountains just fine, and then uh, just outside of Spokane, Washington, I hit black ice. Oh, so you hadn't even gotten to Didn't even get of out of the state. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even get out of the state. Rolled it. Uh, oh, man. The, the trailer exploded. You know, all my earthly belongings scattered along the shoulder of the freeway. Uh, I got a ticket uh, from the highway patrol for <laughs> so that's just what you need in that for driving with the wheels off the roadway. That was what the ticket said on it. You also know. known as crashing. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and you know, I mean, we like to talk about how the state is backwards. Like if if there were any other service provider providing a road and they didn't maintain it in a way that was safe for you to drive on, mm-hmm. you could hold them responsible. But you can't hold can't the, state the state responsible for not you know, salting or de-icing a road and right. causing you to crash. I mean, I was going a completely sane speed limit. I'm originally a Wisconsin kid. I know how to drive in the winter. Right. Um, you know, I'd Jeez. seen some other people sort of waver here and there. There were people behind me that saw the whole crash happen and were witnesses to it, came to my rescue, you know, if I'd have had a passenger, they'd have been dead because of the wow. way the, the roof caved in. I rolled three times completely. And so I had to make a choice right then and there because, you know. Turn around or tur- Turn around where I got some support or, right. like, you know, dump some money into a U-Haul and keep going, you know. And I was like, I better just turn around. And so it took Man, me five, five years, years later. Yeah. So uh, I feel like. Wow. Uh, I got to say, I, uh, <laughs> I mean, I had. Definitely appreciate the dedication, man. I mean, a lot of people would have uh, would have called it off after something. They would have said, well, the universe is trying to tell me not to go to New Hampshire. And maybe it was trying to tell you not to go right then. I don't know. I, I, I think so, because I eventually fell into uh, you know an employer that allows me to work from home. Yeah. Uh, and so go remote full time. And that is really like the linchpin. That's so you what had a much better. So five years later, you were in a much better financial and job related position to even make the move. Right. So it worked out. Just a, a bit of an ugly way to, to get into but it. But it makes for a great wow. radio story. Wow. Right? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you had told when we met this weekend off the air, you told me that you've had a bit of a storied uh, professional career, everything <laughs> from uh, from a carny to a uh, you know shipsman at sea, like the, on the high seas. Long line fishing. Tossed around by waves and storms and... Uh, you were telling some some pretty cool stories. So Captain Kickass is here with us, having just I want I'm going to say just made the move. Uh, what two three months ago? You said it was Memorial Day. Yeah, Memorial uh, Day. I arrived. Did arrive? Yeah. Uh, whatever the proper English is there. Arrive? No, that's the word I just made up. Um, and uh, rented a. I had a place that I put a deposit down before mm-hmm. I even got here. I went and saw the place, and you know it looked okay. It needed to be cleaned, and the guy's like, I got to have it cleaned yet. Blah blah blah. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, so. I spent like, we'll call it a week in a in a hotel locally, uh, waiting for that to all get done. You know, after post move stuff, and then uh, uh, ended up having to have the flooring replaced in the place too. So, um, fortunately, my stuff was still in transit. I got here before my stuff did because I had it shipped, and so uh, yeah, I literally camped in the kitchen. Mm. I bought a bed frame and a mattress off Amazon of yep. all places. Had it you know, delivered. And so I camped in the kitchen. I set up my laptop. I got cable 
right away for the internet, right? So you were all set then. Yeah. Yeah. And so like I could work and, you know, I had a cell phone. So, and you know, I got a place close enough to town where I could walk to anything. Sure. Go to a coffee shop or whatever. And there is Uber out here, although, wow, is it like not as available as it is in Seattle? (laughs) Well, I was surprised actually the other day, uh, again, we're talking about the liberty migration for those that are maybe new to the show. A lot of libertarians, uh, voluntarists, uh, anarchists, I'm not sure how you describe yourself, but, you know, people who care about freedom have been migrating here over the last 15 years, roughly. And in fact, Free Talk Live, uh, as of today, celebrates its 13th full year here in new hampshire so Wait, i'm on the 13th anniversary show you are nice you are that's right so yeah, it was it was labor day weekend uh we left florida saturday night because it was back then we didn't have a sunday show yeah so we left right after we'd packed the the truck up um in advance you know of the saturday show we did the saturday show packed the rest of the studio up so like all my other stuff was packed in the truck we packed the studio after yeah. we uh finished up the show and just hit the road and drove straight through uh, 26 hours, uh, you know, taking turns. My girlfriend and I at the time taking turns uh, driving. Made it up here. I think we got here on a su- – yeah, we got here that next – late that Sunday. Uh, and then set up the studio. It wasn't quite working on Monday, so we skipped that Monday show. And so it was that Tuesday wow. uh, that we were, we were back on the air. So we only missed a couple of days to, uh, to make the move up here. But I was going to comment about Uber uh, being up here. It's been here now for a few years. They started in Manchester and, and, then, and then conquered and then finally expanded out here. Normally when I open it up, there's like one, maybe two vehicles that are available. But I was actually surprised. There was one day there were four, ve- four whole vehicles available oh. in, uh, in Keene. But, you know. It's a small town. Uh, The toll-free number is 855-450-FREE. Is it going to be illegal to send unsolicited nude photographs in a state near you? It may be in Texas now. Uh, We'll tell you about that coming up. And uh, plus bus cops on the way. It's Free Talk Live. It is Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves. All you have to do is dial toll-free and join us here. Our number is 855-450-FREE, like freedom coming up. Uh, by the way, Johnson uh, joining us here, Ian and Captain Kickass hey, hey. in the hey, studio. Hey. Johnson, uh, you've got a pretty big press release from the nation's largest retail chain, Walmart, in That's regards right. to some pretty major policy changes for the store. So we're going to get into that coming up here uh, in just a moment. But as I was saying, uh, we were kind of uh, welcoming Captain Kickass here to the Keene area. He's a, a migrant as part of the uh, the New Hampshire Freedom Migration. Are you a free stater as well? Did you join the Free State Project? I, uh, I tend to not like to really sign much of not anything. Not a joiner, okay. Yeah. I, That's totally respectable. Ca- I call myself an individualist. That's the word I use just because it's not, doesn't carry any, you know, preconceived connotations. Yeah. It's a little more tame when people ask you about it. So. Right. That's kind of that's kind of how I roll. Okay, cool. But I mean, I'm all about that kind of a thing for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, obviously, you caught wind that something was happening here, regardless of the Free State Project, which is just one organization that encourages liberty-minded folks to migrate to New Hampshire. There's also, of course, the Shire Society, which is a decentralized uh, group that doesn't have a board of directors. There's no king or head or president or anything like that. It's just a uh, over at ShireSociety.com, there's just a statement that some people agreed on years ago, almost a decade, actually, yeah, just about a decade ago um, at this point. And you can either sign the declaration or not, and some people want to move here for, for the reason of being together 
with people that actually care about freedom. And as somebody coming from Seattle, <laughs> I mean, there has to be a big change. I mean, beyond just the whole, you know, culture shock of moving from a major city, an urban metro area to the middle of the woods, basically, where like a little tiny keen is 23,000 people in the southwestern corner of New Hampshire. It's the it's the population center of it's a little oasis. South, yeah, yeah, southwestern New Hampshire. We're basically in, in the woods here. Um, you know, what was it like and how long did you live in, in Seattle uh, prior to, to coming oh, here? Oh, man. I moved to Seattle in 96. Okay. So, so 20 years. Good 22 years mm-hmm. or something like that. So, yeah, a long time. But, uh, I, you know, like I said, I'm a Wisconsin kid originally. I grew up in a small town uh, just north of Milwaukee. So you're used to cold. So you're used to small town. I wouldn't say used to it. I was in Seattle for 22 years. So I, I'm going to have to reacclimate Fair myself enough. now. Yeah. But, I'm at least educated. I know that, like, I'm probably going to have to plug my car in in the winter to make sure the block doesn't <laughs> freeze so I can start it the next day kind of a yeah. thing, right? You know, I haven't shoveled, a, you know, a drop of snow in over 20 years. So, you know, I'm sure I'll become reacquainted with okay. the shovel real yeah, quick. Yeah, for sure. So if you want to join the conversation, you're welcome to. Our number is 855-450-FREE. And as I said, on the way, we'll get to uh, bus cops plus the Texas law that says it may now be illegal to send unsolicited nude photographs. Johnson, do you have that press release from Walmart I available? Do because that sounds like pretty big news. We can get into it. Um, you know, as much as we could continue talking about Seattle, and I'm sure you'll have stories at some point, Captain Kickass, for, you know, to relate of what life was like there compared to here. But, uh, you know, almost everybody everywhere, at least in the United States, probably has a Walmart near to them, unless you live in the heart of Seattle. Did, was there yeah, a Walmart? Yeah, there's Walmart. They, I mean, they not, even have Walmart in Seattle. Not, wow. I don't know about in Seattle proper. You have to go a little out on the outskirts? Yeah, you got to get to, like, you know, one of the... Uh, the non-Seattle cities Suburbs. that surrounds, yeah, like Everett. Mm-hmm. Um, I you know, there's a big Walmart there. Uh, mm-hmm. There's one in Redmond, and you know that yeah. kind of thing. So most people have got one relatively nearby, and uh, as many as you know well, don't want to admit it. A lot of people shop at these places. So mm-hmm. what's uh, what's going on? They've uh, they've sent out a press release, and it's a pretty big one. Yep. So this is an announcement from the CEO of Walmart, Doug McMillan. Uh, dear associates. A month ago, in El Paso, Texas, a a gunman with an assault-style rifle launched a hate-filled attack in our store, shooting 48 people and resulting in the loss of 22 innocent lives. Just a few days prior, two of our associates were killed by another associate in our store in South Haven, Mississippi. Wow. And hours after the shooting in El Paso, our country experienced another mass shooting in Dayton, Ohio. This weekend brought tragedy to Midland and Odessa, Texas. In South Haven and El Paso, our associates responded with uh, responded to anger and hate with courage and self-sacrifice. Our immediate priorities were supporting our associates and the impacted families and cooperating with law enforcement. In parallel, we have been focused on store safety and security. We also have been listening to a lot of people inside and outside our company as we think about the role we can play in helping to make the country safer. And how many of those people that are contacting them actually shop at Walmart? Right. Because there's whenever there's some sort of a push for we need to change this corporation, it's almost always led and pushed heavily by people who don't even have a stake uh, in that corporation. They're not working for them. They don't shop there regularly. Uh, but they want to see their way. Yeah, and let's see if the decisions that are made, one, make the country safer, 
Two, or Walmart safer. Or Walmart safer, yeah. right? Uh, or either the country or Walmart, right? And three, whether or not Walmart stockholders have a CEO they need to remove very, very quickly for making a decision mm-hmm. that it does not service the country, Walmart, or its stockholders. Well, there's a good chance – I'm just going to go out on a limb here and say there's a good chance that this CEO did not make this alone. He probably consulted with the board of directors first. Sure. If he there didn't, may be an entire board that needs to yeah. be removed, but the CEO – Which will be a lot harder. You know, decided to make that decision with the board of directors right. – is I'm going presuming. to be the prime target yeah. to be the one to go. If that's, you know, again, if it's all the board of directors, I mean, we wouldn't know if it was a full vote, like a unanimous vote, or if it was split. I doubt that sort of data will be revealed in this right, press release. Right, Does he go on to say, you know, exactly what, you know, he has said he is going to do? Yes. There, okay. It's clear to us that the status quo is unacceptable. After visiting El Paso on the August 6th, I mentioned that we would be thoughtful and deliberate in our responses. We're ready to share the, our next steps. We've been giving thought, a lot of thought to our sale of firearms and ammunition. We previously made decisions to stop selling handguns or military-style rifles, such as the AR-15, to raise the age limit to purchase a firearm or ammunition to 21, to require a green light on background check while a federal law only requires the absence of a red light. How many of these lunatic shooters have been under the age of 21? Um, actually, I think a good deal of them. Really? Yeah, I think huh. there have been several. Um, uh, green light, well, to require a green light on a background check while federal law only requires the absence of a red light and to videotape the point of return for uh, sale of firearms and to only allow certain trained associates to sell firearms. Today, we're sharing the decisions we've made that go further. After selling through our current inventory commitments, we will discontinue sales of short barrel rifle ammunition, Hmm. such as the .223 caliber and 5.56 caliber, that, while commonly used in some hunting rifles, can also be used in large-capacity clips on military-style weapons. Mm. We will sell through and discontinue handgun ammunition, and we will discontinue handgun sales in Alaska, marking our complete exit from handguns. Wow. All right. That's just part of it. Yeah, we'll get to uh, the rest of this press release. Big news from Walmart. Not quite abandoning guns entirely, but major pullback. Uh, here and we'll tell you more and i'm sure the gun people are like it's not a clip it's a magazine you love bitcoin it's the future right well no not if everyone stops using it i mean think about it how many places in your town take bitcoin one none let's be real if this bitcoin thing is ever going to happen it's going to need your help the good news is the guys at AnyPay have your back we built a website called helpmetakebitcoin.com And it's a place you can send any business. And they'll be set up to take Bitcoin in five minutes. HelpMeTakeBitcoin.com It is Free Talk Live. You dial in toll-free, bring up anything that you want. Our number here is 855-450-FREE-LIKE-FREEDOM. That's 855-450-3733. We also have the Discord. Call in line rooms at Discord. Dot .lrn.fm and Free Talk Live is brought to you by bitcoin.com. It's a great site to go to to learn the basics about uh, cryptocurrency like Bitcoin, Bitcoin Cash, 
And also, they got some uh, really cool sort of subdomains, like other sites that they've created, like local.bitcoin.com, which is a trading platform that is global, and it's finally a private trading platform. And what I mean by that is there's no ID requirement to sign up for local.bitcoin.com. They let you buy or sell Bitcoin Cash via dozens of payment methods, and your communications between buyers and sellers on the site are encrypted. So not even these site administrators know what you're saying unless you give them access to read. Because sometimes you'll need to dispute a trade with somebody who might be trying to scam you or whatever. And then you might want to bring somebody in from the outside to look at what you've been saying. But by default, they cannot read it. Go to local.bitcoin.com and get started trading Bitcoin Cash there today. That's local.bitcoin.com. Johnson, you've got more coming up here of this. uh, I don't know if it's shocking to some people, I guess. Others probably not surprised that Walmart has finally caved in to consumer pressures. Now, whether they were coming from their actual consumers or these busybody groups that have, you know, don't shop at Walmart, we don't know. Um, I suspect there's a good chance a lot of the people who are complaining aren't Walmart shoppers. But no, nonetheless, we'll continue with uh, what they're planning on banning. It sounds like so far you've said that they are once they sell through their current inventory. Uh, they're going to get rid of 223 and 556 yep, ammunition. So, yep. After selling through our current inventory of commitments, we will discontinue sales of short barrel rifle ammunition, such as. So it, it extends beyond. It's just all short barrel rifle I ammunition. I see. Uh, such as the 223 caliber and 5.56 caliber that, while commonly used in some hunting rifles, can also be used in large capacity clips. On Meaning military-style weapons. Whoever this guy is doesn't know the difference between a clip and a magazine. The yeah. magazine is the device that you load into the gun that has the ammunition in it. The I, clip I was, is something that stores ammunition before it goes into it. You know, I was like waiting for him to say an assault rifle when he, they were t- discussing the AR-15, but clearly <laughs> they had some people at least looking that, at this <laughs> generally because it was a military-style yeah. rifle. I mean, it looked like they somebody went in and did like a find-replace probably to like correct mm-hmm. some of the errors but missed that one. They had to pass it through marketing first or something. <laughs> yeah, something yeah. and like somebody marketing. Like, I've heard you can't say this because I've heard that this is a wrong thing to say. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you know they so were tiptoeing carefully with this for sure. Yeah, well, it's it's going to be a disaster for Walmart. When you say it's going to, I mean, you got more of what's going to happen. But when you say it's going to be a disaster, I, what I are you mean, predicting? I'm basing it on facts, like the fact that immediately, like what it's been one year since Dix made its announcement, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Sporting goods. But did they pull all guns? They pulled guns. They okay. pulled. I don't even know if they pulled all guns. They just made some very big inroads into doing the similar yeah, types. I remember of things, that. And they lost 150 million dollars in a year. Woo! So, you know, and Oops. then and then Gillette, right, did its whole like, you know, uh, Me Too campaign. Yeah, right? that's uh, right. They're know, still about, getting railed about for how that. Men are all dumb and they're all, you know, like we need to teach men to be better. And by teaching men to be better, we mean we need to lose eight billion dollars. Wow. They've lost eight billion dollars since that. Holy campaign. crap. That's a Gillette is probably going away. Bye, Gillette. Wow. Good decisions. These like you know these campaigns <laughs> just that are change just, the name yeah <laughs> yeah yeah pretty much I rebrand mean, or just be bought out that's probably sure. what'll happen is it's you know somebody else with five blades or something will buy them well actually <laughs> uh, we were looking the other day at, at this I think it was off the air I was talking w- with uh, one of my I think it was my roommate about this and he sorry said I was that, making like an, off, an onion reference an onion joke there about like they had 
uh, an onion article where they just keep adding blades to these racers. Like five blades, six blades, blades, seven blades. The new 70 blade Gillette, the best a man can get. Covering every direction possible, 360 degrees. Uh, Apparently, Gillette is actually owned by Procter & Gamble. So that's one of those massive mega corporations to where... Yeah, well, you know what? $5 billion still pretty significant there. Their revenue in 2018, according to this, was $66 billion. So, I mean, $5 yeah. billion out of eight, that's $8, eight billion, billion out of that. Yeah, yeah, that's a pretty big chunk. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah, it's a big hit. So we can continue here with what's going on in Walmart, but let's go first to the phones where Robert is on the line in Vermont. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Robert. Thank you for taking my call. Yes, sir. Uh, I just want to give people a heads up. Uh, you know, it's... Uh, Almost harvest season, you know, for people to grow cannabis and stuff like that. Oh, know yeah. That, know that there are people that are out there that will just walk on your land and take your cannabis. Yes, that's I why you don't want to let anybody know that you're growing cannabis, even though it's legal uh, in some states. And you're in a state where it is legal for you to personally grow some, some amount of plants. I don't know. I forget what the limits are in Vermont, but... Uh, even though it's legal, you still don't want to tell people about it because <laughs> they might decide that they want it instead. Right. I I well, was hit this morning some work time around five thirty. Really? Six o'clock. Somebody came to my house and took it. You know, and it's disturbing because I could be out there. You know. Sure. You could. And, or you know, there's people around where I live at that you know women that jog around here. I mean. If somebody's got the, the balls to come to my property and do that, what else will they do? That's a good question. Now, is it possible that your plants were visible from the road, or is it that you maybe told a few too many people? Because, you know, you generally shouldn't tell anybody uh, that you're growing cannabis. Right. I, I, I didn't tell anyone. Mm. And, uh, you know, my house is back quite a ways from the main drag. So I suspect that it's... A neighbor up the street from me. I, I don't know for sure. Oh, that's tough. You know, he could be listening. Who knows? Well, what I would say is yeah. if, you're, if you've are if you got a large enough crop, then, uh, you know, it might not hurt to get like a, a, a game camera or something like that, some sort of an outdoor yep. uh, weatherproof camera device and point that thing at the, you know, the, the crop. And then if something does happen, at least you'll then have some sort of evidence and I guess since it's yep. legal, uh, I mean, presuming you're under the legal limits, you could technically go to the police with the evidence mm-hmm. at that point, because then they actually, uh, you know, how much time they're going to put into trying to solve the crime is another question. Does anybody oh. offer, like, insurance for that kind of thing if it's a, a legal crop? You I know doubt I mean? it. I know, I, they, I, yeah. I know they have I other insurance so. for other... Are you allowed to have uh, bear traps on your property? <laughs> I, I, you know, that's a good idea. Set up a bear trap. But, uh, <laughs> then you'll hear yeah, it at five in the morning. Somebody steps in it, screaming. So, but uh, no, I just want to give people a heads up. Thanks for that, Robert. Definitely appreciate you know, it. Uh, you guys have a good Thanks night. Thanks for the call tonight. Yeah, you know these things are still valuable. Uh, cannabis, you know, it's not as expensive as it once was, but it is still not a cheap crop. And uh, yep. Thefts are a very real possibility. I just thought about maybe grow something else in addition to it, you know, so to that, cover it. You yeah, mean, you know, mm-hmm, that's some corn, pos- corn around the outside, something. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So beware and do what you got to do to protect yourself. Obviously, if you are a serious grower, um, you know, if you're not just throwing some seeds out in the backyard, 
you might want to consider doing an indoor grow operation just because, mm. you know, there's some downsides, right? Like you could get pests and there's certain things that you kind of have to, you got to be aware of and, and deal with if they come up. Uh, but the benefit, of course, is you've got more security because it's indoors. And secondly, you got year-round growing, especially if you're in Vermont where, you know, you if you don't plant those seeds in the springtime, it's you're wasting your time. So you can't do year-round growing outdoors in a lot of places. So You want indo, are, not outdo. Yeah, exactly. And you're then in more control as far as, you know, are you going to get pollinated from uh, other crops that might exist outside that you don't know about? It sounds like that guy needs to hire, you know, a, a weed nerd to come and help him. Well, know? I mean, whether you know what you're doing or not won't stop you from getting pilfered, right? Yeah, like if you're growing outside and somebody finds out about it, then... You are at their mercy. Our toll-free number is 855-450-FREE. Cannabis, uh, excuse me, cannabis not yet announced by Walmart as a product that they're planning on taking, but, uh, you know, maybe they're going to feel more comfortable with it now that they're not selling guns in their store. Now, it's not a total ban on guns yet, uh, right. Johnson. You're going through the list of things. They put out a press mm-hmm. release, a pretty major announcement here, saying they're going to stop selling short-barreled rifle ammunition, so including two two three and five five six, which yep. are commonly used in... Uh, so-called assault weapons, semi-automatic rifles. 855-450-FREE, like freedom, 855-450-3733. And is this going to do anything whatsoever to stop Mad Men uh, shooters? We're coming up here. This is Free Talk Live. You dial toll-free to join us here. Our number is 855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733. We have the Discord call-in line rooms. They're over at discord.lrn.fm. You can jump into one of those. Sound almost like you're here in the studio with us tonight. You've got me, Ian. And Johnson. And the captain. And uh, we'll, of course, take your calls about anything, but uh, we've been talking about this Walmart press release. The CEO, mm-hmm. presumably the board of directors, also uh, you know, co-authored this or at least signed off on it. Uh, where they're announcing that they're going to be, as soon as they're done selling through their inventory, so it's not that important, right? Like, you know, <laughs> this isn't that pressing an issue where we feel like we need to stop. There selling. could be a couple more shootings. Yeah, <laughs> why, why wouldn't they just rip it off the shelves right now if it's right. that important? To them, they've right? paid for yeah. it, right? There's money to uh, to be made here. Uh, now they may discount it, or, or maybe they won't even discount it. Maybe it's like, well, as soon as we're done selling through this pile of ammunition that we have in this warehouse over here, uh, then we'll stop. But still, it's a big, it's a big announcement. I don't mean to downplay it at all, and right. this is pretty serious, especially for people who thought that Walmart was on the side of gun sellers and uh, and the right to bear arms and or the gun buyers and the and the right to bear arms. And it sounds like they are backing down uh, due to some amount of public pressure. But, Johnson, you had more to their press release, so let's keep it going. Yeah, sure. So, you know, right after they, they have their little bullet points about uh, how they're not going to be selling uh, 223 caliber and 5.56 that's, you know, commonly used in hunting rifles. Hey, it's like the most common hunting rifle ammunition, but it can also be used in large capacity clips on military style weapons. Um, that's the word they use. Yeah, not the basically. One. And they're also saying that uh, they're going to discontinue all handguns. Right after that, they get into saying, we know that these decisions will inconvenience some of our customers, and we hope hmm. they will understand. As a company, we experienced two horrific events in one week, and we will never be the same. Hmm. Our remaining assortment will be even more 
focused on the needs of hunting and sport shooting enthusiasts. It will include long-barreled deer deer rifles and shotguns. So sorry to anyone that wanted to defend themselves. Uh, We're not focused on you anymore. They said earlier, just before we went to that other break, uh, they said that it sounds like they're going to wind down Alaska handgun sales. So Mm -hmm. they, for whatever reason, were still allowing handguns to be sold in Alaska, uh, but not other states. So I guess it already made that restriction in, in other states. Right. Much of the ammunition and much of the ammunition they require for this is the, the uh, long barrel deer rifles and mm-hmm. shotguns, as well as hunting and sporting accessories and apparel. We believe these actions will reduce our market share of ammunition from around 20% to a range of approximately <laughs> 6 to 9%. Sorry to interrupt you here. Our roommate just walks back in. As soon as he heard you talking about this uh, yeah. this you know announcement, he was like, my God, I got to get out to Walmart. A, a huge box big, of 556. Five, big box of ammunition. <laughs> now, did you sell them out Full or do they still have a bunch more? He says they're tired. Shells are a little little empty. Uh, so he literally walks back in with a, a very large box. Were, were full they on sale? Of no. ammunition, normal uh, price, regular normal price. price? Yeah, okay, right. Yeah, he doesn't okay. have to pay the shipping fee. All right. Well, you are gonna have to soon because as soon as they sell out of this ammunition, you're gonna have to go online, and well, of course, then you'll save time and it'll be easier. So everybody wins. <laughs> So probably again, save money too. They, so they believe that their market share of ammunition uh, will reduce from around twenty percent to a range of approximately six to nine percent. We believe it will likely drift towards the lower end of that range over time, given the combination of these changes. As it relates, and to given s- the fact that some customers are going to be mad and they're going to just stop buying all their ammunition with you over and this, and stop shopping there entirely, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> they're really well. That's the tough thing, right? Because. We've talked we've talked about these corporate issues before in the past. I think the last time we really kind of got deep into it with people being upset about uh, companies. Yeah, I mentioned Dick's Sporting Goods. I, sh- I right. could mention Starbucks. I could ma- which I'm drinking a Starbucks coffee. Uh, I could mention Gillette. These companies have lost massive sums of money when they do this stuff. No doubt, so, yeah. they they take a political position and mm-hmm. they get punished for it. Um, but what I wanted to say was it's hard for people to like, how many different places can you go and get a tube of toothpaste from? I mean, you can go to CVS, you can go to Walgreens, you can go to these stores. Of course, they're more expensive there because those are generally considered right. convenience stores. You could go to Target, but you know, Target's just, it's going to be just as wussy on these issues as, uh, as Walmart is. Right. So like, unless you have a locally run mega store that actually has decent prices i mean maybe like one of the closeout stores or something big lots or mm-hmm. something like that uh but but my, the point i wanted to make here was if you go back to i think it was 2008 during the obama mccain campaign remember when they both got on stage and they backed up uh national service you remember that issue mm-hmm. national service where the idea was that we're going to have our young people do two years of national service or five years or three months or whatever it was. They never really figured out how much they wanted to do. But yeah, the idea was that both the Republicans and the Democrats were getting behind this idea of creating, as I think Obama put it, a a government bureaucracy that is as large and as well-funded as the military to do so-called national service, which is basically... Not really volunteering, but paid work for the government, which is kind of like volunteering, but not really. 
um, the you know Target backed that up. Home Depot backed that up. There mm-hmm. was like this list of mega corporations. Was like, yeah, we support national service. And you know, we had this conversation then. Well, well, where do you go shop? Because all of these corporations do stupid crap, right. and they make these decisions that inevitably will. Uh, will push out some customers. But then where do they go from there? I mean, you can go online, obviously, and that's clearly going to be a solution. But, I mean, is Amazon great? <laughs> you know, I, I, I think if Walmart wants to really, like, you know, set an example, what they need to do is uh, give, you know, offer a course to any employee that wants to take it on handgun safety, uh, give them, you know, the opportunity to have... Uh, either open carry in the store themselves as employees mm-hmm. uh, or concealed you know carry permits you know uh, you know leverage their position and offer that as a benefit to their employees if all of their employees are armed there's not going to be another shooting at Walmart well if there is it won't be very long lasting right. in that case mm-hmm. now i don't know what that does to an insurance policy you know if they're going to have to pay more for insurance if they were to put some sort of a system like that uh, into place, but regardless, that's not even an option on the table for them. Yeah. Well, and then it makes me question why they're even announcing this. Like they could have just made these moves well, and not said a word. No, nah, you can't. Well, I, I mean, I see what you're saying, but they have to make an announcement because it is a major policy change. I mean, we haven't right, even yeah. gotten through it yet. They're yeah. also going to pro- prohibit you, open carry. It will become clear here yeah. pretty shortly okay. about why they have to announce this. And this is the paragraph where it becomes clear. Okay. As it relates to safety in our stores, there have been multiple incidents since El Paso where individuals attempting to make a statement and Mm -hmm. test our response have entered our stores carrying weapons in a way that frightened or concerned our associates and customers. We have also had well morons who, I'd just like to add, uh, feel like they've got to use private property to have their little political statement. And Mm -hmm. I... I disagree with this particular. I mean, I'm somebody who supports the right to protest, but not on somebody's private property unless you've got their permission. Yeah. Um, I don't know that this necess- that necessarily applies to what's what what you're saying is maybe covers that that this covers that, but this is a lot broader than that, and mm-hmm. I don't think that it's just specifically limited to what you're saying. And I'll I'll uh, right. expound on that in a in a second here. Um. They say, we have also had well-intentioned customers acting lawfully and have inadvertently caused the store to be evacuated and local law enforcement to be called to respond. These incidents are concerning, and we would like to avoid them. So, we are respectfully requesting that customers, Mm -hmm. and this is in bold, we are respectfully requesting that customers no longer openly carry firearms into our stores or Sam's Clubs in states where open carry is permitted. Unless requesting they, unless they are authorized law enforcement officers <laughs> unless they are all right part of the blue class now uh, i'm not gonna say who it is but you know somebody who works at the local walmart here in the area mm-hmm. has I know there, several people that work at the local walmart have one of them is in management have mm-hmm. you uh been made aware that in regards to this release is there a signage change no 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 but is there a signage change meaning when you walk in the front door does it say 
no open carry. I don't know. I haven't been, and mm-hmm. the person that I know that works in management is not working today. I see. This I, just broke today, this then? This just broke this today. News. Okay, okay. You so, didn't happen to see anything, uh, roommate, just, when you went I'm there on, on the door? No obvious, no. no open carry sign. So now this gets into that sort of weird, and there's more to the story, right? We'll, right, we'll get into yes. it. But this gets into that sort of nebulous area where Starbucks kind of did this well, half dance. We're like, well, we would like to request... Well, Let you, me say something here. Yeah. So the, the the management person that I know, I mean, and just think about this as a manager. People don't think about this from the, that perspective. Now, as a manager, you would have to approach yeah, every everyone. single person carrying a firearm walking into the store mm-hmm. and confront them. Right. So that means if there is an active shooter, 100%, you're going to be walking right up to that 855, person. 453, like freedom. She's such a beautiful little puppy. I mean, we walk around the block and neighbors always say, her hair is so beautiful. Healthy and shiny and glossy. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Fatty acids, omega-3s and omega-6s are great for healthy skin and soft, shiny coats. I would really recommend people starting their puppies on Dynavite before they get into what I would call the misery index. Bad skin, bad ears, bad breath. Because if they're getting all their vitamins, micronutrients, microbials from the beginning, then you're not going to run into the problems associated with the allergies. Grass, pollen, dust, dirt, fleas, ticks, you name it, and the itching and shedding down the road. Our vitamins and enzymes replace the nutrients cooked out of most commercial dog foods. Dynavite for life. This is Ed Lukasevic. And Cindy Lukasevic. Inviting you and your pets to Dynavite. 859-428-1000. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. (laughs) Should have left that muted. (laughs) Anyway, it's Free Talk Live. Uh, The toll-free number here is 855-450-FREE. Very professional radio operation here. (laughs) Uh, all right, so welcome to the program. If you're just tuning in, we're launching into the second hour. We're still dissecting this uh, press release from Walmart, basically saying that not only are they going to stop selling all short barrel rifle ammunition, uh, including 223 and 556 rounds, they are also going to stop. Well, the term they used was they're going to request. Respectfully request that customers no longer openly carry firearms into our stores. Now, this is the kind of... um, But then there's a threat that kind of follows right after. All right, I want to hear the the threat, and then we'll get to your your calls and thoughts. We believe the opportunity for someone to misinterpret a situation, even in open carry states, could lead to tragic results. We hope that everyone will understand the circumstances that led to this new policy and will respect the concerns of their fellow shoppers and our associates. Well, you don't respect your own associates, clearly. Hmm. As it as it relates to concealed carry by customers with permits, there is no change to our policy or approach. This morning, we, okay. we briefed your leadership team on- I don't how- have a permit, but hold on before you go on. I don't have a permit to concealed carry, but in New Hampshire, it's completely legal to concealed carry yeah, without you don't a permit. Need a permit, here. right? So, so they didn't address that, but no. let's go on. Just put it in your pocket. <laughs> I wonder. Not a good way to conceal, wonder, but it is a way. I wonder if you have a you you have a like a gun on your hip or whatever. If they have like an associate run up and drape a little cloth over <laughs> it, you know, <laughs> conceal this. <laughs> 
Uh, we believe that the opportunity for someone to misinterpret. Oh, sorry. Uh, as it relates to concealed carry by customers uh, with permits, there is no change our, to our policy or approach. This morning, we briefed your leadership team on how to communicate this change in policy to customers when mm, needed. Okay. And they will be sharing that with you very soon. So that's what I would like to hear about. You know, if you can get that information, Johnson, since you kind of are in, you've got an inside yeah. loop. <laughs> Um, you know, how are they supposed to address this with the customer, with the next customer that walks through the door with an open carried handgun on his hip in Texas or in, you know, I don't know which state. Sorry, this isn't legal advice. So I don't know which state it's legal. I know it's legal in New Hampshire. Uh, in New Hampshire, somebody walks right in or Kentucky or wherever. And uh, how do they handle that? What do they come up and say? Right. Uh, because this is the sort of mealy, you know, weak ass crap that doesn't help anybody is to say, sir, we're requesting, we're, we're no. just requesting that you go ahead and remove it. Well, is it a request or is it a rule? Like, it, are, it am I allowed say, or not allowed to do this? It does say we will treat law abiding customers with respect and we will have a very non-confrontational approach. Okay. Our priority is your safety. We will be providing new signage to help communicate this policy in okay. the coming weeks. Yeah, so that's going to be important. Look, if it's a rule, then I want to know it's a rule. Yeah. I don't want to be told it's a request. Yeah, it's got to be binary. It's either on or off. Because if it's a request, see, Mm -hmm. saying it's a request opens them up to more of this uh, envelope-pushing crap, right? Like, you remember when those guys went into uh, Starbucks and they had, like, full-on rifles, uh, you know, semi-automatic rifles slung to their backs? Can you imagine the activism opportunities in Keen alone? (laughs) Well, I'm not interested in in doing anything on somebody's private property like this, but at that point, I wouldn't blame someone for doing it. Right, because right. if all they're saying is, "Well, we're just requesting that you don't do this," well, then okay, I want to know what that means. Does that mean I right. can come in with a gun on my hip and just be be talked to by the front desk first? Do I need to check in? Uh, you know, or is it no, sir? I'm sorry, we cannot serve you if you're going to be open carrying. In fact, if you continue to open carry, we're going to have to ask you to leave. Because that's against the rules of our store. Look, put down, lay down the law if that's what you're intending to do. Don't make this half-assed zone where your customers are not going to be clear on what's allowed and what's not. If it's not allowed, then let everybody know that clearly so they can make a clear choice to say, all right, well, I'll just go and do my shopping somewhere where I'm welcome. Mm-hmm. So I think this is not going to to be helpful, depending on how they end up promoting this. But this initial language doesn't say it's in a it's a firm rule. And what was right. the what was the clickbait the headline again? Uh, I well, this was a, this is an actual this press, is a press release. release so from, I don't remember what the headline okay. was where I initially found out about the press release. But it says, as an additional step, we commit. We will work alongside other retailers to make the overall industry safer, including sharing our best practices. For example, we are exploring ways to share the technical specifications and compliance controls for our proprietary firearm sales technology platform. The system navigates the tens of millions of possible combinations of federal, state, and local laws regulating regulations and licensing requirements that come into effect based on where firearm is being sold and who is purchasing it. We hope that providing this information free of charge will help more retailers sell firearms in a responsible and compliant manner. Oh, and I missed something here. Um, After they said, 
we will treat law-abiding customers with respect, and we will soon have a very non-confrontational approach. Our priority is our safety. We will be providing new signage to help communicating this policy. No, you read that. I did read that. that. Okay, I thought I missed that. Yeah, Um, yeah, so there will be signs coming soon. So anyway, uh, they go on to say, finally... We encourage our nation's leaders to move forward and strengthen background checks and remove weapons from those who have been determined to pose an imminent danger. Well, if they thought they were going to get away scot-free without having a major uh, upset in the gun community, they just ruined it with this with this statement here to call for more gun laws, to call for more restrictions. I mean, if it wasn't already a done deal, the uh, the gun gun rights supporters out there need to not be buying any firearm stuff at Walmart. We do not sell military-style rifles, and we believe the reauthorization of the assault weapons ban should be debated and uh, to determine its effectiveness. Mm -hmm. We also must do more as a country to understand the root cause. Are you adding an accent? Slightly. (laughs) (laughs) Bentonville, Arkansas. That's right. So, uh... (laughs) Uh, just I'm just trying to subtly okay, yeah, put it yeah. in there with the corporate speak because you can kind of even reading it you can kind of see that the the choice of words in there has that little southern you uh-huh. know kind of twinge got, to got it. a bit of the draw y'all yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah uh, where was I at we we also must do more as a country to understand the root mm. causes that lead to this type of violent behavior today right. I'm sending letters to the White House and the congressional leadership that call for action on these common sense measures as we've seen before these horrific events occur and then the spotlight fades we should not allow that to happen Congress and the administration should act. Given our decades of experience selling firearms, we are also offering to serve as a resource in the national debate on responsible gun sales. We have a long heritage as a company of serving responsible hunters and sportsmen and women, and we're going to continue to do so. Our founder, Sam Walton. That's what you think. Our founder, Sam Walton, who rightfully is probably rolling in his grave, (laughs) was... uh, an avid outdoorsman who had a passion for quail hunting, and we're headquartered in a state known for its duck hunting and deer hunting. My family raised bird dogs when I was growing up in Jonesboro, Arkansas. I never fired a raffle, but I... <laughs> And I'm a gun owner myself, oh, really? actually, is what he could Yeah, he used the say. term clip earlier yeah. in the press release. Well, that's one a of lot things- of these people, you know, it's like, uh, uh, I'm... Creepy Uncle Joe Biden, you should go buy a shotgun. You know, like, you know, I own several shotguns. <laughs> yeah, if, if Creepy Uncle Joe is coming by, you probably should be well armed. <laughs> uh, so, your kids, folks. Yeah. So this is all just based. Uh, this is a reaction to you know totally. mass shootings, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. What? When did mass shootings stopped being called going postal? Because yeah. in in my memory, oh, that's yeah. the first time I ever heard of you know what is now called mass shootings. It happened where post in office. a in a government facility, yes. right? You know, a state sponsored institution, and it was called going postal. And for some reason, that has dropped out of our vernacular. And I want to I'm, I'm bringing it back. Right? Yeah. I'm going to start calling. Oh, somebody else went postal. Next time there's a mass shooting, I'm going to bring it back. Yeah, yeah, I love that. They even made a couple of video games called Postal. <laughs> that's right, they did. Oh my god, <laughs> they were super yeah. offensive. There's more coming up here. 
here at 855-450-FREE. If you want to join the discussion, you can. 855-450-3733. There's also a really offensive movie uh, that was based on those video games. <laughs> it's, it's hilarious, uh, by the way. More coming up here. Uh, this is Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want here. Our number is 855-450-FREE. Like Freedom, 855-450-3733. We have the Discord call-in line rooms. Just go to discord.lrn.fm and you can connect into one of those. In fact, there's actually somebody on one of them right now. We're going to get to that here in just a moment. And with you in the studio tonight, you have Ian. And Johnson. I'm the captain. You know, a lot of people are taking control of their own health these days. They want to make sure to avoid all the pain of getting sick, the loss of time at work, and, of course, costly medical bills. And good nutrition is key to looking and feeling great. However, eating right all the time can be a challenge, especially if you are traveling and working. Those things tend to get in the way. You might not have the desire or the time to shop and cook the right foods. Balance of Nature has a solution. With just three of the Balance of Nature fruit capsules and three of their vegetable capsules, uh, you get 10 servings of fruits and vegetables, and that is a lot of nutrition. After taking Balance of Nature, some people have reported their skin looks better, bags under their eyes have gone away, increase in energy, body pain reduced, uh, getting sick less often, or even not at all. Of course, your, your mileage may vary. So go online. You can become a preferred customer, which gives you the best pricing and free shipping. And then after your third month, Balance of Nature will ship to you at no charge an additional set of fruits and veggies. So you can go to balanceofnature.com to take advantage of this limited time offer and use discount code FTL like Free Talk Live. That's balanceofnature.com, discount code FTL. As we go to Ace Lion on the line calling us from Utah. Hello, Ace Lion. Uh, hey, yeah, guys. Uh, I just wanted to call in with a kind of a quick question, see what you think, uh, talking about um, copyrights and patents. Sure. Um, I was listening I was listening to your show the other day. You guys uh, got into it, talking about it. And it, the thought occurred to me, and I don't know if you guys have ever considered this or talked about it before or not either, um, but uh, the thought occurred to me that whoever coined the phrase intellectual property pretty much won the debate right there, uh, in my opinion. Uh, I think they're... I think copyrights and patents uh, more precisely should be called intellectual monopoly grants, sure. not intellectual property rights, because uh, from everything I understand, they, they seem more like a monopoly grant than an intellectual property. Right, grant. and by that you mean that if somebody violates this intellectual monopoly, then men with guns, meaning the government, will force them to stop, basically. That's, that's the monopoly. Well, exactly. They, they they keep other people from using their own property to make a living or to sell things, buy and sell things. You know, they, you you can't copy an idea. And uh, so I, I'm just wondering if you think that would be a more precise uh, label for uh, copyrights and patents would be to call them uh, intellectual monopoly laws instead of intellectual property laws. Yeah, I totally, uh, oh, totally yeah. with you. And, you know, I speak as a, a, a musician, a guy who's, you know, made music and made CDs and 
you know, put MP3s out and, you know, I, I come from the old school. I've seen the recording industry get dismantled by the Internet. And what it's done is it's turned uh, your favorite band into a T-shirt company, mm-hmm. right? Because the music itself no longer has any value, uh, you know, outside of including it with the purchase of a T-shirt or a hoodie or something like that. Well, they can, I mean, they can does, bundle it up. Does it have no value? I mean, wasn't there that experiment? And I don't know how well it went, but uh, was it Radiohead I, or Trent Reznor? Somebody put up an album and said, pay what you think it's worth, basically. You can pay a cent, you can pay a dollar, you can pay $20, and they just kind of let it, let whoever wanted to pay whatever they wanted yeah, to. I mean, saying it has no value is probably improper. It has value to the listener, obviously. Right. If you're a fan of the music, you want you know, that artist to go put out another album. of So you'll you know, pay something for it. Or you'll go and download it for free and listen to it and check it out. And then if you right. like it, then you'll patronize the artist's website or the label's website mm-hmm. by either making a physical purchase, right? So now you, you get into where the physical uh, merchandise is more of a collector's item. You get into things like... Uh, you know, uh, a vinyl that's uh, a green instead of, you know, the traditional black vinyl. Right. right? And, or you get some sort of a special print. There's only 200 of these. And so then you jack up the price for that to recover your Collectors. costs. Right. Well, so yeah, the market sense. does adjust to that. But it, it, overall speaking, and this is outside of music, I think intellectual property prevents innovation. Right. It, it literally stymies you know, other people from innovating on an idea or vamping or even improving somebody else's idea to make it better. So it stifles the flow of creativity and innovation and just slows that whole thing down, which is why we don't have flying cars now. It's one reason for sure. And there's the uh, FAA that stands in the yeah, way too. those guys. Ace Lion? Yeah. And uh, I'm sorry. One other thing I wanted to bring up, I don't know if you guys have heard this or not, but I have it on good... Um, uh, word uh, that uh, the government can actually track our credit cards now. Wait, they couldn't before? <laughs> yeah, like, I mean... <laughs> what? You're joking, right? Um, no, no, I'm not joking. Uh, meaning that they can actually, I mean, if you have, they can pinpoint your location based off of your credit cards. Oh, you mean like some sort of a GPS chip in your Correct. credit card? What? Yeah, oh. it doesn't use, it doesn't no. use uh, the same... Uh, I don't know. I can't remember the other what the other technology is called. But so those those you you can't block the signal in, in essence. You're oh, saying RFID that you're, or whatever, you're yeah. saying that the chips are also RFID, meaning that they can. Uh, oh, that's huh? And that's the thing. They're actually not RFID, so you can't use an RFID to blocker to protect yourself. Well, it's most of so it's so it's magic. Then. Uh, well, hold on. Yeah, do you Most have a radio signal that's magic. Well, now, wait a minute. So the RFID is just a radio s- signal. That's right. what, that's what Johnson frequency. Right, R- RFID, yeah, exactly. Um, so it, most of the blocking technologies would just be Faraday cages, and right. that would block whatever you know new tech they might have put into this device that you're talking about. I, I got to say, I'm curious to see well, where— Well, it, it wouldn't block— um, Magical psychic energy traveling along the line. I don't know if that's what he's saying. I mean, <laughs> look, I, I am curious oh, no. to know, Ace Line, where you saw this story that now this is a thing. I would be curious to know, Ace Line, whether or not you uh, vet your information carefully. Because well, I think that, uh, no, that stuff so like this needs have, to be challenged I have more. it on good authority. Um, the person that told me about it uh, is very trustworthy, and he knows a high-ranking government official that actually used the technology on him. Um, used it on but, him meaning he showed off how it works uh well pretty much texted him and said hey uh 
I know you're here. So are you are you really? suggesting that this is like yeah. permanently trackable or are you suggesting maybe the more obvious way that this would be tracked which would be the moment you make a transaction? That's the classic method the of transaction. Tracking. You know, this this is kind of like a well-known obvious fact like you make a transaction at a point of sale somewhere and Ping, they know that that point of sale is connected to a particular Wi-Fi and then they use multiple different Wi-Fi access points to triangulate a location pretty much immediately and it works exactly the way you know they can find your laptop if your laptop doesn't have a GPS chip in it because it you can triangulate Wi-Fi locations almost instantly. Uh, that might be you know uh, the way it came across to me was that they were able to track him without him making purchases, but maybe I didn't misunderstood him. Yeah, was, I mean uh, I'm going to say that's a pretty big claim, and you know a large claim needs some amount of evidence yeah. to uh, to back it up. So sure. I'm going to sure. say just hearing it from somebody who heard it from somebody is basically hearsay, and so therefore sure. it should be probably dismissed until some more evidence comes out. That's not to say that sure. it's impossible that they put RFID chips into uh, credit cards. Well, wasn't, it's not RFID, I know that. Oh, well, then whatever it is, uh, you know, if it's not powered, then it's usually it would fall into that category of RFID. But if you learn more about it, please definitely send us some information in Ace Line. I appreciate the call tonight. Uh, the toll-free number is 855-450-FREE. More coming up on Free Talk. Does your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy? Come to Dynavite for help. Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite. Dynavite for life. Pick up two tubes of Doggo Suds. Get the third tube free. Peppermint, tea tree, lavender, Doggo Sud shampoo. Made with all-natural coconut, jojoba, aloe. Great for healthy skin and soft, shiny coats. But no itchy, harsh chemicals. Lather up, rinse away. Try Doggo Suds. Buy two, get one free. At Dynavite.com. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E.com. It's Free Talk Live. You may dial toll-free and join us here if you would like. Our number is 855-450-FREE-LIKE-FREEDOM. That's 855-450-3733. We have the Discord call-in line rooms over at discord.lrn.fm. And Free Talk Live brought to you by Liberty.Menu. If you are a liberty-minded person, meaning that you're an individual who rejects the initiation of force and you agree to abide by the ethics of the non-aggression principle, you belong over at Liberty.Menu. You ought to list the things that you do on Liberty.Menu so other people can know about you, and maybe you'll get some new customers. Uh, if you've got a business that's Liberty-friendly, maybe you've got an event that you want to promote to other Liberty-minded folks, or digital content that you're a creator of that you would like to get more listeners or viewers of, you can go list your stuff at Liberty.Menu. It's free to do it, so why not, unless you want to stay in the closet about caring about freedom? Go to Liberty.Menu, and you can use code FTL on your user profile and get a Free Talk Live listener badge. We can't give you a discount because the site's free at Liberty.Menu. So we continue, it's Ian Johnson and Captain Kickass with us here tonight. Uh, so we talked about this Walmart thing, and I don't know if, if you know, do you guys have any further comments on it? I think it's early. We're still right. going to see if there's going to be an explosion of outrage, as there probably should be some right. really outraged customers, because Walmart seems to have stuck with the gun people for a long time, and now they are just kicking them to the curb. So I just, I wanted to read the press release, but I guess my thoughts on it are... are more just I'm kind of fascinated about the weird narrative thing that's going on here it's just um you know as somebody who's been involved in libertarian culture for so long uh this uh just 
how do I talk about this? I don't know. I just find it really interesting that, first of all, they're talking about how they're, you know, so prioritizing their employee safety and all that, which is obvious nonsense because they're going to have these people approaching every person with a gun, and it's only the crazy <laughs> lunatics who are going to be the ones that, you know, this is right a real problem with. Way. Yeah, also, they didn't say in there they were going to hire professional security forces to guard right. the doors at every store. Right, exactly. Yeah. And then the other thing is, is that every, uh, you know, the Walmart training, I did have, you know, I've had a conversation uh, with you know, Walmart management and the Walmart uh, active shooter training, which they have people go through. It's actually a virtual reality program. Wow. That they have people go through act- active training, and to some of the employees, it's traumatizing. This was before all the This is before shootings? this, yeah. Okay. That, that, well, no, not before all the shootings. Well, the but, recent Walmart shooting. Yeah, yeah, but they've been having this training for a little while here where they have people go through a virtual reality program wow. to, uh, you know. I would love to see that. If, stuff. If, I know, me too. If, if, I want to play it. Yeah, if anybody <laughs> can we turn that there, into a game? Yeah, can, can we watch it and critique it? And, <laughs> you, know? you know, Can I get that on Steam? Yeah, so, uh-huh. uh, you know, not only that, but in that training, right, the uh, the active shooter brings the gun into the store, right? Or brings guns into the store right. concealed in a duffel bag. Okay. So according to their own training, the active shooter brings in the weapon concealed, which is still what they're allowing in their stores, which is concealed carry. Well, I mean, if you're going to bring a duffel bag If you can't tell in. the difference, right, between someone with a gun in their hand mm-hmm. aiming it, and someone who has a gun on their hip, you're an idiot, right? Yeah. I mean, it's like it's how hard is it to tell? I mean, the the thing that all these uh, businesses are doing, this is the thing that bothers me, is that the whole point of uh, of uh, non concealed, right, open carry, right? The whole point of open carry is to show that gun ownership can be safe when mm-hmm. done by law-abiding citizens. And it is open carry and people who are It's also are a signal for uh, your criminals to say, hey, look, I'm armed. You know? Right. Hey, look, yeah. there are armed people around here. Don't commit a crime right now because that would be phenomenally, phenomenally yeah. stupid, right? So it's, it's a combination it's a of things that, that make yeah. people safer, right? And you'd have to be an idiot to not understand that this makes people safer. Well, there's plenty of idiots out yeah. there, or ignorant people at the right. very least, yeah. uh, on this issue. So the th- they think guns are dangerous, no matter it, who's holding them. And it's ironic that they are. last year in Washington at Walmart, an armed customer stopped an active shooter. Really? At Walmart, it's like public. Like there's public knowledge. That doesn't get happen. the same press coverage, though. Does no, it? It never does. Right. No. Uh, but this guy, uh, uh, um, Tom, Timothy, no, Timothy O, ah, something. It's Timothy O, like, uh, it's definitely very clearly Irish name. Timmy O. Yeah, Timmy O something or other. O'Day. Timothy O'Day. Timmy O'Day. Timothy O'Day is who stopped an active shooter in Washington <laughs> State last year. 2018 this that? happened. Now, you were out there. Did you even know about this? No, but um, wow. I, yeah. I, I uh, on the social media, are you guys familiar with the philosopher? Yes, I've uh, seen her. Yeah, she did. Yes, please. She did a, a whole <laughs> a whole year's worth of daily, uh, you know, good guy with a gun, right? Yeah, oh, okay. guy, you know, huh. regular citizen with a gun prevents 
gun right. stops right. a shooter, stops a, a thing, right? And all of the things, like, they got no press at all. You could go and read the articles right. about what happened, but they were always from, like, a just local, a local rag, paper, yeah. local paper, just a local broadcast from a small, and then nothing mm-hmm. else was ever written about it. Right. And, you know, you could Google all the keywords you wanted to, but you just couldn't, because nobody cares about that. It doesn't, it's not sensational. Right. You know? And the thing that's really interesting about this whole, you know, open carry, this is an attack on open carry, which has very clear implications. And it's not actually making anybody safer. It's just, I mean, this is really just, these businesses are just attacking open carry. Yeah, it's image. And what I feel like it is, is not only is it image, but it is specifically, uh, I feel like what I'm sensing more of is this sort of insipid, infiltration into corporate culture to use corporations to uh wield the force of government Mm -hmm. in a way that's like what's interesting is it's like it's creating an environment where when the pendulum swings the other way what are we going to get you know because this is creating pressure to create something that is going to create a culture where this pendulum will swing the other way and it, it that scares me. When you say the pendulum will swing the other way, do you so mean this the pendulum is this? Pendulum there's an or? abuse that's going on, right? There's uh-huh. a very, there are very large abuse of power. So liberals, let's just be, let's just use a little language that's a little bit uh, fluffy here. When we say liberals and conservatives, obviously these terms kind of don't really mean much. But let's just say here, liberals are abusing corporate culture power, right, to create an an environment where. Uh, the laws are being abused to manipulate and attack conservatives, right? Or attack attack mm-hmm. certain conservative values. And eventually conservatives are going to wake up, right? So like I think that right now conservatives are mostly ignoring they're just like where are you going to shop? What are you going to do? Right? Eventually it's going to get to the point of where conservatives are so sick of this that I think that there's going to be conservative businesses that open up. There's going to be major, maybe a major conservative corporation. But people they thought that the, was Walmart. Well, maybe. That's maybe what they, they thought. thought. that, but it's not happening now. Yeah. That's not They've it. They've been turned. Right. So, again, more pressure yeah. to make an even more conservative corporate culture, mm. an it, even more conservative business. And what is that? What that looks like to me is I'm thinking back to you know, previous times where, you know, I don't know what, what kind of discrimination, what, what's allowed mm. because all these things are laws, you know, basically you, it's like, um, you could probably easily go into a shop and say, I want, you know, me and my wife are NRA, right? We're both proud NRA members. We want you business to bake us an NRA wedding cake. And that baker could go, nah, I'm not doing that. I'm anti-gun and that's fine. Sure. Should be fine, yeah. But if a gay couple goes in, then it's against the law. Mm. So what I'm saying is, is I think that there's a lot of little examples. You know, that's well, not necessarily a little example, but I think that there's a lot of examples like that where, if you do something that's anti-liberal, it's going to become against the law very rapidly. That's the way things are going now. But mm-hmm. if with conservatives, I feel like there's this building pressure that this is going to start to swing the other way, where conservatives start making things that liberals like illegal. That's the likely the case. Yeah, if they get in yeah. control, sure. Yeah. So. Uh, I don't know. That that scares me because that, to me, harkens back to some very bad things from the past. The toll-free number here is 855-450-FREE. Well, the fact is we Not can't this all... this isn't bad now. We can't all get along. It's time to... 
Free Talk Live. You're invited. Join us here. The toll-free number is 855-450-FREE, like freedom. That's 855-450-3733. We also have the Discord on-air call-in line rooms over at discord.lrn.fm. Here tonight, you've got Ian. And Johnson. And the captain. We've been talking a lot about this Walmart decision, a major announcement that they just apparently made today. They have not yet rolled out all the uh, you know, associated details. They haven't put the signage up yet. Uh, they're still, they have to train their employees and management on this. But uh, in a nutshell, they're going to stop selling once they sell through their inventory. So they're still going to sell it for now. Uh, but then they're going to stop selling 226 and 556, I think it was, uh, ammo, as well as other short short uh, barrel rifle ammunition will be off the shelves once they sell out of it. And uh, on top of that, they're not going to be allowing people to open carry in their stores, or at least they say they're going to respectfully request right. that people not open carry, which I, is... I, I almost want to like just open carry into a Walmart. That's just to part see, of the problem. You know, bring right? a like, camera. Right. See, know. normally I wouldn't want to do that. Normally my, my viewpoint is if it's their private property, they can do what they want. But they haven't really made it clear. And right. so in that circumstance, I wouldn't be against you doing that just to make sure what are the actual rules? How will they handle this? And what are they going to do about it? Uh, plus, you mentioned also that uh, some of the shooters, I don't think all of them, though, mm-hmm. um, might have carried guns in a duffel bag. Well, and, I'm saying that that's what their training teaches, so that by their own policy and by their own training... Are you saying Walmart's training Yeah, Walmart's program. training programs uh, are are based around someone carrying weapons into the store that's, that is an active shooter who carries the weapons into the store in a duffel bag. Because the last guy just Can had shoot. it, right? right. It, was, it, it was open carry, the last guy, right? When he walk, walked in? Because I remember seeing a front door yeah, photo... Uh, what appeared to be him coming into the store with, with the gun, with the gun out. Uh, out. If you're walking into a, a retail store with a duffel bag and an employee notices, they should stop you anyway because it's bad security to allow customers to waltz in with a big bag in which right. they can then put products, right? Like you don't Oh, let God, somebody... I just had a horrible thought. So Walmart's already horrible at like layaway and customer returns. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine how horrible they'd be with like a gun check? You know, like a coat oh, check, but yeah. like for your gun, you could bring the gun, oh but like God. you got to check it in, <laughs> and then you get like somebody else's gun on the way out because they're horrible at yeah, it. They're not going to do that. They're just going to say if they say they're just going to say keep it out and leave it in your car or whatever. Uh, but uh, it's not clear what they're going to do, and they are saying they're going to respectfully request. Let's continue with your phone calls and thoughts, though. Also, I want to make sure that you know that you can uh, go to freetalklive.com. You can download archives of the show that go back. Uh, all the way to 2006. So if you've missed a moment, the odds are that we've got that moment and many more. Over at freetalklive.com, there's a ton of free archives. You can download as many as your heart desires. Let's go to the phones and to the fun. we got Joe. He's on the line in Grand Rapids watching us on YouTube. Go ahead, Joe. Yeah, it's a Walmart's private company. And like any private company, I think they can have whatever policy they want. That's right. As long as it's you know, their signage up and people know what the policy is. What gets me, what really aggravates me is when they start advocating, you know, uh, wanting to bring back the um, assault weapons ban and all this other stuff. And, you know, granted, they can, you know, they can do what they want. They're a corporation. They can, they got free speech, I guess. 
But politicians are going to listen to them before they listen to me. That's probably and true. Really gets under my skin. Absolutely. And, now, um, now to be to be fair, not that there's you know I don't want to give them any points, but to be fair, the statement was that they thought the assault weapons ban should be debated. So they didn't really right. take a position on that specifically. Well, yeah. But uh, the rest of it, it was just awful. What they what they had to say. It didn't, and, it didn't affect the crime rates back in the nineties. Yeah, I mean Columbine happened back then. I mean that's sure. when the crack epidemic was going crazy. It's it's if people are determined, you know, criminals are going to be criminals and yep. nut jobs. If they're going to do, you know, somebody's going to go for whatever reason they want to go do a mass, some type of mass murder. They'll figure it out. Oh yeah, you know, particularly if I they're mean, a government, right? I mean, if they were planning on buying their ammunition at Walmart. They'll have to make a new plan. That's all that's happened here. I mean, there's nothing that has uh, really transpired that's going to stop some lunatic uh, from shooting up the next uh, location, except that Walmart has made themselves a greater target by prohibiting open carry. If they cared about security, they'd get rid of the, uh, you know, the elderly greeters at the door and they put a security guard up there and by the way i you know having been to mexico within the last year i went to acapulco as i do yearly in recent years for the anarchapulco event and you know one of the things i like to do while i'm there is spend time outside of the resort and go to real you know acapulco and so we spent some a few days uh, i was there for like an extra week or so outside of the event and we went to uh sam's club and they had a man with a shotgun at the front of the store there so i mean clearly they're willing to uh you know hire security if they feel it's necessary well i just i think a lot of these big companies and movie stars they love the virtue signal on this stuff they think, I guess Walmart thinks that, you know, maybe the, the gun community is, you know, they're a smaller segment of society than what, you know, I guess they think they have to do something because of what happened. Yeah. Hey, but, Joe, um, I'm, I'm curious, Joe, are you a, you know, do you shop at Walmart? And if you do, you know, will this statement that they've made, you know, have any effect on your shopping habits at their store? I don't go there very often. And I, I, I am a gun owner. I, that's, I love to see it, and I own a lot of firearms legally, of course. But um, I usually go to a little, you know, little local, smaller gun shops. But um, you know, it's Walmart, man. I mean, it, it, it's the kind of place where you need some chips, you need some pop. Yeah, you get a quick yeah. run in or whatever, and everybody goes there. But I'll think twice. There are other there are other uh, companies out there I can do business with. You know, there are play, Dick's. What was that? Dick's Sporting Goods. I stopped going there when they came out against guns. Right. right. Yeah, you can buy your sporting goods in a dozen different places online, and you can probably get as good, if not better, uh, better prices without having to leave your house. So. No brainer. Or yep. if you go to uh, saveitpurse.com, you can buy uh, your sporting goods and get like 20 or 30% off if you pay with cryptocurrency. So there's definitely some better deals okay. to be had. Hey, Joe, any other thoughts hey, you want to share? Go ahead. I just think, you know, when companies do this, it's not – they'll listen if enough people boycott them. And I'm not pro-boycott or nothing like that. But personally, my decision, I'm going to try to avoid Walmart as much as I can. Mm-hmm. And I think if you're serious about the Second Amendment, then you know make a statement, man. Hit him in where it hurts. Hit him in the wallet. You know. Yeah, I think they. I think Johnson's right in his prediction here. I mean, I, I'm gonna. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but they're going to alienate a good segment of their current mm-hmm. customers 
to appease a section of people who don't likely shop at their store in the first place. They're already shopping at Target, you know, because right. Target's a little more liberal, frou-frou, you know, a little more spendy, a uh, little higher yeah. cut sort of products and and uh, the type of customer. Those people aren't going to come across the street just because Walmart's gotten rid of guns, right. but the gun people, the people who are, are concerned with their rights uh, when it comes to bearing arms, are going to make a decision. Right, and, and the people who... Oh basically insipidly infiltrated Walmart, right, to get this done, right? They don't care. They win either way. That's right. And, but, right? yeah, they, they, they don't might lose. Anyway. They might, the business might lose, and the company that they work for might lose, but it's a company. Yeah, we've seen time and time again that yeah. when you let outrage dictate your business instead of the market, that it's just bad Huge news. mistake. Yeah. yeah. Hey, hey, Joe, good call. Thanks for sharing your thoughts with us tonight. Definitely appreciate it. Uh, let's go to Dan. He's in Nebraska. You're on Free Talk Live. Go ahead, Dan. Dan? You guys, I'll be on. Can you hear me? Yeah, we got you now. Go ahead. Oh, all right. I guess I just can't understand really what the complaint here is with you. Because if, you, if you're telling liberals that the, the vehicle they should use to get what they want should be capitalism and not the government, then why is not asking private companies to, of their own free will, do this not the exact route to take? Like, isn't that pretty much exactly what you're telling us to do? I'm not telling yeah. you to do anything, um, but if uh, but if they want to, mo- you know, to lobby companies to get their way, that's fully within the market. That is absolutely a market uh, action and reaction that can certainly be done, and I wouldn't take that ability away from them. That doesn't mean we can't have an opinion about it. Oh, for sure. And I, here's the thing: is I actually think that there's there's a lot of people who don't mind you having guns and are probably more pro pro gun than you'd like to admit. But don't want to see it when they're at a coffee store with their family mm-hmm. or buying or buying groceries. Like, well, you know, get out I of New Hampshire. Buy, as far as I'm concerned, if yeah. uh, you know, if those people don't like seeing guns, they really shouldn't be shopping in New Hampshire. There's a place called Massachusetts. They have plenty of stores and they have a near total gun ban. They can just stay there and pay the sales tax. I think that those people should well, be targeting man, the I, police my, first, right? Hold those on, Those people hold should on. be targeting, right? If you have a big problem with seeing people with guns on their hips, yeah. right, and you don't want to see it at the coffee <laughs> shops. Well, then we no need to ban allowed. police carrying yep. weapons, right? I support. That's I the most say. offensive group of people you're most likely to get hurt by. You're not most likely to be hurt by somebody who's open carrying a weapon, a True. lawful abiding citizen. You're most likely to be killed by a police officer. Or some other member of a government agency. Yep, that's absolutely true. You're more likely to be shot by a cop than you are a mad shooter as well. There's yeah. more coming up here in moments. It's Free Talk Live. I want to tell you about my favorite cryptocurrency wallet, Edge Wallet at edge.app. Edge is the wallet I use more than any other, and that was true long before Edge Wallet became a sponsor of Free Talk Live. Edge Wallet allows you to buy, sell, trade, and securely hold your cryptocurrencies, including Bitcoin, Ethereum, tokens, Monero, Ripple, Dash, Bitcoin Cash, and more. It's available for both Android and iOS, and you can download it via the Play or App Store or via Edge Wallet's website, edge.app. Secure your freedom with Edge Wallet. It's Free Talk Live. We are launching into the third hour of the program. Joining you in the studio tonight, it's Ian. And Johnson. And the captain. And you can uh, interact with us. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. Still to come, the uh, Texas law that is apparently going to make it illegal to send an unsolicited nude photograph to somebody. 
Uh, also on the way, uh, the captain wants to talk about bus police, and we'll get into that if we get the chance. Of course, your calls and uh, thoughts come first. We've spent a lot of time talking about this new Walmart uh, press release that is, I think, going to make a lot of people upset. And rightly so. They're basically uh, backpedaling on their previous seeming support for gun rights and have not only uh, made the statement that they're going to stop selling certain types of ammunition very soon, but they're also going to likely prohibit open carry. They say they're going to quote, respectfully request that their customers not open carry in their store, and they've got training that they're going to be giving their employees signage uh, that's going to be going up in the coming weeks about that, so we've yet to see exactly how it's going to be implemented. Um, And then they went so far as to actually take political positions in this press release Mm -hmm. that they came out with, demanding that Congress do uh, stricter background checks and have more debates about more restrictions and ridiculous uh, crap like that. So that's where we left that discussion. Mm -hmm. But Dan in Nebraska was on the line. And you had some comments, Dan. I wanted to make sure you had a chance to get them out. Uh, Please go ahead. You're on Free Talk Live. Dan? Okay, so basically, no, am, am yep, I on? We got you. All right. So what I was saying though was, well, first off, somebody told me, somebody said earlier that if you don't like it, that you should leave. But the uh, people like me are born, we're just born into Nebraska. People here like their guns and stuff. But I was born here too, so you have to remember that for every state, you know, you've got thirty-five percent of the population that is going to be in opposition, and. uh you know, they're not just going to leave because they have a disagreement, but fur- furthermore... Well, they probably I that- should. I mean, all things considered, doesn't it make sense to go places where people who are like you are already living? So if you feel like you're a fish out of water in Nebraska and that you're surrounded by a bunch of gun rights you know, enthusiasts and people who don't agree with you on things... Wouldn't it make more sense to, you know, move to Seattle or uh, California or someplace where you're going to feel more at home? Well, I have another comment to make after this, but what I was going to say— And I'm say presuming is, you're uh, a liberal. I don't know what your beliefs are, so uh, you know, I just, you sounded you, like you might be, but— I don't like to call myself a liberal. I like mm-hmm. to call myself a leftist. But mm. uh, what I was saying is that, uh, uh, you know, as long as I need, you know, the in-state rate for tuition, I can't leave Nebraska. <laughs> if I want to do in-state tuition, I'm going to have to keep voting for gun control because it's not like I'm going to go— you know, go pay an extra eight thousand per semester or something, so I can so, live in a state with. So other economics are important, there. and uh, you know, you want to stay there because you're getting a better deal on college. Precisely. Now, are the college and campuses the in Nebraska gun-free zones, or are you allowed to carry? Um, I believe that there are gun-free zones. Yeah, I mean, most I go of to them a are. public university. There are a couple of private universities here too. I, I can't. I couldn't tell you about those. Mm-hmm. So, but I mean, yeah, I'm pretty sure University of Nebraska. You, there's no guns on the campus. So wait, of of the field, I, I'm assuming of the field of politicians, then you uh, are that are currently seeking the Democratic nomination. Then that you must be, uh, you know, really supportive of Bernie because he'll offer you the most freedom. You'd finally be able to leave the state. I mean, right now you're. You're a slave. You're, you're you mean a like free schooling, free in Nebraska. Uh, yeah, free free education for everybody. <laughs> Clearly, well, I actually still have my 2016 bumper sticker. Believe it or not, I'm showing wow. off the clout because I'm a veteran campaigner. You're the real right. deal. Uh, the other thing. 
So yeah, basically, it's fair to say I, that after you graduate college, you could move to California and then be around more people that are like you, right? That's fair to say. Yeah, why not? I don't know. I'm not at that point in my life yet. Mm-hmm. But um, but the other thing I was going to say is I think Walmart is actually thinking ahead with this decision because the reality is that the public opinion is changing on this issue. And it's starting with people in the suburbs, people who are also probably big spenders in Walmart. It's college-educated people. Are, yeah, exactly where gun crime isn't. It's going to <laughs> – It's gonna. this is going to be a thing where I'm sorry, but in, in 10 to 20 years, the attitudes about guns are going to be incredibly different. They're just getting ahead of the curve because, you know, they – So they wait, when you say the they're going to be incredibly different, are you predicting that attitudes about guns will be going in your direction and that people will be rejecting the idea of guns more frequently in 20 years? 100%. This what makes you say that? an issue – because the the polling right now is showing that among suburban people, women, and college-educated voters, the the opinion is rapidly changing to uh, more gun control. People are becoming more and more supportive of gun control. It's happening really quickly in the last couple of years. So what does and gun so, control mean to you when you use that phrase? Because I know like, it's important to have definitions and I know some people think it means a thing, and some people think it means another thing. And so I just want to get a clear idea of what you mean by gun control. Well, and also, what does the poll question mean as well? That's right. a whole other question. That's a, Honestly, I would say that it's just a good blanket term to use for, you know, legislation that's, you know, telling us how the guns will be used or bought or sold or anything really like that. And I don't consider myself especially pro-gun control. I'm just moderately pro-gun control, believe it or not. I mean, maybe that sounds kind of rich, but I think that, uh, um, you know, anything in that kind of area would probably just be what I consider gun control. Just whatever, you know, it pro- whatever I assume it means. To, more strict uh, background checks, to. more restrictions on who can buy how much at what time, that kind of thing, uh, prohibiting like people who so have mental my, health issues. My follow-up question then is, why would you allow uh, an institution of violence to tell you what you can and can't do or to tell anybody what they can and can't do with regards to owning a gun, handling a gun, keeping a gun on them, owning a gun, and that type of a thing? And here's the thing is, I'm, I, I don't think that they should be banned. And, I mean, in a, in a leftist way, like, I do have sympathy for the idea of an armed proletariat. I don't want them to take them from your house. I just think that if you're going to be in public, you can put Rambo back inside your pants. Okay. <laughs> Keep Rambo in your pants. <laughs> is well, that what you call? Is that what you call it? Thank you for the call tonight, <laughs> nice, Dan. Right? Uh, I definitely appreciate it. Toll free number if you want to join us is eight fifty five four fifty free. And he may be right. I mean, I don't pay attention to the yeah. polls and what people are saying to the polls. Um, but you know, it's not unbelievable to buy his claim that reactionary people are going to react to violent events. In a way that says, my God, we need the government to do something. And, you know, these are the people who have never paid attention, uh, that they think that the government can do a thing and that they, you know, yeah. if we just demand hard enough, the go- the government will figure out a way to I, stop this gun I like violence. I like that guy. I think he's on his way to thinking about stuff, mm-hmm. you know, so hopefully the conversation we've had with him tonight, you know. Sort he's of, a nice, he's a nice young gentleman. You know, he's called the, the I, show in the past. I don't feel like he's thought 
the the process through logically about what happens with gun control and well, legislation. Right. You don't get just and, a little bit of it. It's yeah. always more and then more and then more. It and then before you off. know it, you don't have any uh, rights left. I mean, if you if you travel to Massachusetts tonight with a bullet, you can be arrested for that. Seriously? That yeah. Wow. It's a crime to have a bullet uh, without the pr- proper permission slips and things like that in, in Massachusetts. And uh, does that mean that crime does not exist in Massachusetts? You better (laughs) – you're fooling yourself uh, if you think that's the case. So anyway, if you want to comment, please do. Our toll-free number is 855-450-FREE. I think that uh, if he's right, let's take what he says at at its word, and that is that the polls show that people are moving in a more gun control style direction. I don't doubt that there are people who would respond that way on, on a poll. Um, on the other hand, there's still plenty of people in the United States who own guns and appreciate them and do not want to see them restricted. And this is one of the reasons why intentional migrations, like we were discussing at the very beginning of the show, where uh, liberty-minded people, the three of us are here for this intentional migration. We're here in New Hampshire. None of us are natives from, from New Hampshire. Fact. Um, but we're here now because of an intentional movement of people who care about freedom, and that includes the right to bear arms, as well as other freedoms. Those people are coming to the same place, and that's because we are outnumbered in a lot of other places. And if you're outnumbered and you are uh, too diffuse in the population, too dispersed out there, you can't have an impact. You can't make a difference in the political system. We are making that difference here, and I say good luck taking guns from New Hampshire, because I don't think it's... It's Free Talk Live. You may dial toll-free and take control of the airwaves here. Our number is 855-450-FREE, like freedom. That's 855-450-3733. Tonight, it's Ian. And Johnson. And the captain. Want to tell you about the Edge wallet. It is the cryptocurrency wallet that I use more than any other, and I've used a bunch of them. Uh, Edge Wallet's great because it allows you to secure your freedom by buying, selling, trading, and securely holding your favorite cryptocurrencies. It's available for iOS as well as Android devices. You can uh, hold your Bitcoin BTC, your Bitcoin Cash, your Dash, Ethereum, various Ethereum tokens, Monero, Ripple, Stellar. Uh, I think they also just added Ravencoin. There's a bunch of them in there. Go to edge.app to learn more about the technology behind the Edge wallet. It's a great wallet, and of course, it's free. So you can also just download it from your iOS or Android app stores. It's Edge Wallet. Go to edge.app to learn more about it and get your copy. As we go to your calls and thoughts, we have Justin in Alabama. Justin, where are you calling from in Alabama tonight? I'm calling from Huntsville. All right. Welcome. So you must be listening to WBHP. Go ahead with your thoughts. Yeah, I was listening to the last guy on the radio, and he was talking about uh, eliminating, I guess, guns. Um, I'm a homosexual male, and I prefer to have guns because it makes me feel safer. You know, you never know who's out there, who's crazy. You know, statistically, if you have a gun, you're more safe. There's no doubt about that. Um, it is, you know, something that can even the odds in a situation where some homosexuals have certainly found themselves facing a a group of not so friendly people. And uh, if you have a gun on you, you know, unless you happen to be like a karate master or you know jujitsu master or something like that, it doesn't hurt to have some sort of a weapon uh, on you. And that may be something that that last caller takes for granted. Maybe he doesn't feel like he's a particularly persecuted category in Nebraska. Uh, where he lives but if you're a homosexual living in the deep south i suspect uh that you'd rather be a little more safer walking the streets uh 
in some cities, yes, the city I actually live in is pretty progressive. That's good. Um, yeah, uh, but for the most part, you know, Still, you I think know. down here we tend to be more conservative. Um, I think over in Atlanta, they tend to be more liberal and more forward-thinking. And well, what do you think people are going to do about this new Walmart policy? I mean, has anybody been talking about it uh, in your circles? Uh, no, not really. Um, I personally, I barely shop at Walmart, so mm-hmm. I'll probably stop shopping altogether. Where do you normally go to, like, you know, get toothpaste and toilet paper and, you know, that kind of stuff? I'll either go to, like, Publix or I'll go to uh, Target. All right. There you go. See, now that's the thing. Who knows what Publix and Target's opinions are about these <laughs> things, but I suspect they're not going to be that different Actually, if I they think Target's been clear that the Target is anti-gun. anti-gun yeah. Mm-hmm. Publix, I, I don't know. That would be an interesting right. question, but I I do love Publix from back. We used to live in the South. Johnson and I used to live down there, so we're very familiar with that. The subs. Justin, thanks for the call tonight, man. I appreciate hearing from yeah. you. Uh, let's go to Rod. He's in Prescott, Arizona. Rod, uh, you're watching us on YouTube. Go ahead. I love wrecking you. LRN.FM. You buddy. 855. Oh, you have been dumped. Poof. 450 free. That's 855-450-3733. And uh, we'll continue here. So I've got this story that I've uh, had for a couple days, and it is more bad news. This is actually coming out of Texas. Story coming from the Associated Press as states push to criminalize the sharing of intimate photos to get revenge on former sex partners. You've heard about this, right? The mm-hmm. uh, revenge porn yeah. or whatever they're calling it. Uh, those have been those laws have been in the works and have been being passed for years. So that's kind of old news. Texas is teaming with Bumble, which is a dating app, mm-hmm. uh, to crack down on people who send unsolicited nude images on dating apps and elsewhere in cyberspace. The new Texas law banning so-called cyber flashing <laughs> comes after state representative Morgan Meyer of Dallas collaborated with the Austin-based social and dating application company to shepherd a bill earlier this year. Quote, they had a number of people who were using the app complaining about the sending of these images, and they quickly realized there was no recourse, said Meyer. Well, there's recourse. You just yeah. stop using the app. Well, I mean, a lot of girls out there that they, they take these pics that guys send them, and they, uh, you know, go find the guy's social media, and then they forward the pic to their mother. Yep. <laughs> and say, so your son sent me this. That's some recourse. Yeah. Uh, Meyer said, recalling how Bumble CEO Whitney Wolf heard approached him uh, about crafting a measure. Quote, there was nothing that could be done. It wasn't a criminal offense, although it was definitely digital sexual harassment. <laughs> Unquote. Now, I'm not saying I support the unsolicited sending of uh, genitalia or whatever. I mean, that's. I think it's tacky. I don't understand. <laughs> uh, Isn't this only uh, in the internet age, though? I yes. mean, I think before the internet, I don't think there was an epidemic of people sending yeah, taking Kodak, Kodak one steps of their genitals and mailing it to their girlfriend or whatever. Well, right? if there was there an wasn't epidemic, an analog version of this, right? I don't know. I mean, I wasn't you know an adult during most of that, so uh, you know, if it was an epidemic, you certainly yeah. didn't hear about it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't think people were like, you know, taking Polaroids and. Uh, That's what I mean. Yeah. Sliding them across yeah. the table yeah. slowly. Hey, 
I found something really interesting that I think you should take a look you're at. You're in the lunchroom and see a random hottie, and you're like, here, I got, I made this, this for you. Yeah. I made this for you. <laughs> <laughs> the law set to take effect. So this isn't a proposal. This isn't a uh, what if. This is, it's Texas law. Do, do we need a law for it? I mean. Uh, no, we don't. Um, anybody, well, they say everything's like... bigger in Texas. They might need a law. <laughs> Well, apparently some people feel like they need the government to protect them from unwanted genitalia uh, photographs. It's now, I guess it took place Saturday, according to the story here at fox4news.com. This is relatively recent. Yes, so this this past Saturday uh, forbids what is often characterized as technology-enabled sexual harassment. It makes electronic transmission of sexually explicit material a Class C misdemeanor, with a fine of up to $500 if the person who received it has not given consent. So, uh, Meyer said the law targeting unwanted images will apply to text messages, email, dating apps, and social media. And this is going to be a cash cow for the people in uh, the government in Texas, right? I just don't see how it's going to be enforced. I mean, I'm... Well, How's easily. it going to be enforced? I'm, I'm, I'm not have... saying that like it's cool to do that. It's totally uncool. To like unsolicited, you know, sending, you know, nudes or whatever, right? Yeah. And it'd be very I, easily enforced. These dating sites are not anonymous. Their identifications are very obvious. They're going to go to the cops. The cops are going to go to this person and they're going to say, we believe you sent this. And the, Most and, of these dating sites are paid. Not only is the person's like profile information like completely obvious, but then if it's reported to the dating site, it. but there's going to be a credit card or something. So it's it's completely tied. Right. So for the moment, the what the article talks about is just the dating site right Mm -hmm. but i suspect this law will be far more you know vague in what it covers and so that's where my question about enforcement comes in not necessarily the dating site well but plus it will be and there's gonna be much more of a rush for these guys to figure out a way to get away with it by using like a vpn or something else and burner phones or whatever right well yeah i mean can you charge somebody outside of texas for sending something to someone in texas uh you know wow that's interesting right if you know so who's gonna be who's gonna be charged with this or overseas even and it may be difficult to get a a conviction if the person doesn't just take the plea deal right out the gate because well how how can you prove that's really the person who made that profile whether or not the person has any identifiable skin conditions right so uh, there are some questions about this and we can get uh, deeper into it you can share your thoughts with us our toll-free number is 855-450-FREE have you had this is this a problem i realize it's a problem probably more for the ladies in the audience um and how do you handle it if uh you know if it's bugging you what do you do about it 855-450-Bitcoin.com has launched a trading platform at local.bitcoin.com, allowing you to buy or sell Bitcoin cash via dozens of payment methods like PayPal, Venmo, bank deposit, remittances, or meeting in person with cash. There are no ID requirements to sign up for and use the site, and all communications between buyers and sellers are encrypted. Finally, a global trading platform that respects your privacy. Visit local.bitcoin.com to get started trading Bitcoin cash local.bitcoin.com Yep, it's Free Talk Live and you can dial toll-free to join us on the radio. Our number is 855-453. That's 855-450-3733. If you are a business owner, uh, whether it's a place where people come to you or maybe you go to your customers, whatever. If you want to accept Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies like Dash or Zcash or Bitcoin Cash, 
half a dozen more, you can go to HelpMeTakeBitcoin.com. The folks over there at AnyPay will walk you through the steps. Even if you've never done anything with cryptocurrency before, they will take you through it, and it's super easy to get set up. Within moments of having visited HelpMeTakeBitcoin.com, you'll be ready to accept uh, cryptocurrency at your point of sale, and you'll be doing it for no charge. AnyPay does not charge you uh, per transaction. There's no charge to accept cryptocurrency. You'll get 100% of your sales from your customers. If you tar- start taking crypto, just go to helpmetakebitcoin.com. That's helpmetakebitcoin.com. As we continue here, we're talking about Texas. Uh, is this the first state to do this? Because I suspect it won't be the last where they are now criminalizing the sending of unsolicited nude photographs and according to they're calling it cyber flashing the texas uh, government has passed this law it has now gone into effect as of this weekend they worked with the company bumble uh, on doing this so if you are considering buying their services i would suggest you probably not do that and look i'm not in favor of you know this sending these pictures I, I i i don't understand it apparently it's a thing where guys send pictures of their junk uh to women that they're trying to approach online i suspect they're also sending them to the guys if they're gay and they're trying to approach them uh, but apparently it's like a guy thing it doesn't happen as often in the reverse where the the women will send mm-hmm. pictures of you know their uh, nakedness to to a man w- without requesting it, right? Like that's the idea. No one's requesting this happening, and it happens. So I get the frustration that you know it could it could cause somebody, but to pass a law prohibiting it. Well, I gotta think that there's already some way that this is not legal, right? I mean, there's already sexual harassment laws. There's well, already you know laws about pornography. I would say there's always you know I mean harassment just in general. Well, right, but 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 when it comes to harassment, and again, I'm not an attorney. This isn't legal advice, but my understanding is if it's in order for a contact to become criminal harassment, you have to tell the person, hey, don't talk to me anymore. So if you send me something offensive, whatever it is, it could be a picture of yourself naked or it could be just something that I didn't like, right? Something you said that I don't like. And I say to you, Captain, I'm telling you, I don't want to hear from you about this ever again, period. I don't want to hear from you ever again, period. Stop contacting me. And then if you do continue to contact the person who has told you to stop, that meets the definition of criminal harassment. However, in this circumstance, well, you haven't told the person to stop contacting you. That would likely be something that comes after they send a picture of their junk to you where then the girl's like, hey, buddy, that's not cool. I don't want to hear from you ever again. If he then sends another photo in most jurisdictions, that would be criminal harassment. Texas is now saying just the sending of the photo itself, preemptive of anything else, is going to be a crime. And I think that's wrong. I don't think that the sending of a photograph should be a criminal act. And they're talking about a $500 fine uh, for this action. Now, you did bring up an important question, uh, Captain, and that was, what's the enforceability of this? Because I'll tell you, I've been on these dating sites for more than a year now, and I can tell you, there's a lot of pictures on there of women that are not actually on that site. Right. Like, they take famous yeah. actresses or mm-hmm. singers or whatever, and they or just hot girls, and they repackage them, and they put some sort of description on there, and then there's like a robot that backs the, the account that just promotes some sort of a, you know, uh, sex streaming video site or whatever. There's all kinds of scams where they use people's photographs without pictures. So if somebody makes a fake Captain Kickass profile on Tinder and then 
start sending out pictures of some man's penis, it doesn't have to be yours, right? Then, uh, you know, if you're in Texas, you could have the police showing up at your door and you're like, what what profile? I'm yeah. not on Tinder. Well, and like, uh, mm. it, you know, it brings into like spoofs, right? You know, somebody hijacks or spoofs, you know, your telephone number. Uh, you know what I mean? Just That's a the, scary the, idea, too. Just the ability to, like, frame somebody for doing this right. just is uh, beyond scary. But I still, I got to think that somehow, I mean, I know, like, in the workplace, right, because I'm familiar with, like, sexual harassment workplace laws right. and things of that nature uh, from, you know, my employment history and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. I've had to give, you know, seminars on it. I've had to work with HR because I've been a manager before, you know, and, like, you know, give the talk, so to speak, right. about sexual harassment. So, I mean, in the workplace, obviously... You know, if you're sending a nude to anybody else in the workplace, male, female, doesn't matter, you know, you're automatically getting fired. But I got to think that that's also illegal, according to workplace law, but maybe it probably varies from state to state. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not an expert on these matters. I, t- I can't see what would be illegal about that. It's just bad business, yeah. you know, and, yeah. that's, and you should be disciplined uh, for doing something like that and or fired. But, you know, I've never heard of somebody getting brought up on charges. That's why this is newsworthy, because they're now crossing that threshold to saying just the sending of a thing that somebody doesn't want. I feel like this is, is this is a market opportunity for some entrepreneur, some young software programmer to be able to filter, you know, this kind of a thing out. You know, before it gets, I don't to, understand. You know what I mean? Look, like, I I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm not familiar enough with the software that that I've used, but I'm pretty sure if I'm in a chat with a girl on, say, Tinder, girl, I'm gonna put quotes around that because you don't know <laughs> until you meet them, right? Uh, chatting with somebody on Tinder, I don't think there's a way of attaching a photograph. I think they've already made it so you can't send anything but their predetermined little pictures that they have in like a like a GIFs folder where you can right. send the things that tinder says that you can send but you can't just t- send any old photo right but then again if you've traded phone numbers with that person and said okay well here's my real number then you've opened up to whatever it is that they want to send you right and so now according to a pew research center survey in 2017 uh, by the way the the law in texas will target uh, text messaging email dating apps and social media so any way they can send you unwanted images a uh, 2017 survey found women encounter sexual harassment online at much higher rates than men. The study found 21% of women aged 18 to 29 report being sexually harassed online compared to 9% of men in the same age group. Roughly 53% of those women said someone has sent them explicit images that they didn't ask for. And I've heard uh, discussions and numbers about this before. Yeah, I mean, I believe that it's a horrifying yeah. experience. I can't imagine because I'm a dude. I can't imagine what, you know, the Is girls... it horrifying or laughable? Well, I'm right. sorry. If somebody goes to it's hard to talk about this. Or yeah. Like, Whatever. <laughs> it's stupid. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. But I mean, delete, like, you know, lock. I, I could see, you know, uh, somebody sensitive being like, you know what I mean? <gasps> or, you know, yeah. like just or being out. You My know, God, what is or, that? <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? Or particularly if they're getting a lot of them, you know what I mean? And somehow, you know, may, maybe their phone number got published on one of these revenge sites or mm. something like that. Get you a know new number. Mean? Yeah. There are technological ways around it. So I'm not saying it's a good experience, but like making a law about it just opens it up to the perversion of that law. No pun intended. So uh, an abuse of the law. Yeah. 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 So I I remember reading a psychological article about this like many years ago. Like on psych bloggers or whatever. Well, you know, like, no, I just read a lot of different psych sources, so I, I can't I can't find uh, the original article that I that I had read that to discuss this, but they there were some studies done on uh, you know women seeing 
you know, male genitalia and mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the evolutionary biology and history of this, you know, being that throughout time, women have had to be prepared for unwanted sexual contact, right? Because historically that's the way a lot of sex has been had. There was right? a lot of rape is what yeah, you're there's saying. There's been yeah. a lot of rape Conquest throughout time. And rape. Right? Yeah. So it's the old caveman thing, right? Bash yeah, the her over the head with the, so, with the club and drag her back to the cave. Mm-hmm. Or go back to the conquerors, you know, like uh, the Asian uh, conquerors and whoever else. So one of the things that was studied was the fact that uh, uh, apparently with most or a lot of women that upon seeing an erect male genitalia, mm-hmm. women, a lot of women are instantly aroused regardless of whether or not they want to be or not. Wow. Really? Like, that it, it activates an arousal response. Is there so, science on that? Yeah, there's actual wow. actual science on this. So it, huh. and it may not be all women, but it's it's a, certainly a you know a percentage of women yeah. that are so they, do they feel like conflicted like at one on one hand they're like oh, that's offensive but also uh, kind of i imagine there's got to be something <laughs> like that that it. goes on because they have yeah. to be prepared to have be having sex even when they don't want sex wow. right you know historically so i wonder if it it achieves an, an increased success rate for these guys that are playing the numbers and doing this weird behavior could it really it seems very bizarre but i wonder is there a reason there's more coming up here it's for <laughs> It's Free Talk Live. Dial in, toll free. Even in these remaining moments, we've got enough time for you if you call us now. Our number is 855-450-FREE, like freedom. That's 855-450-3733. And coming up in basically a couple weeks, it's uh, the State of Anarchy guys are throwing their first convention called Anarchadelphia. It's a conference dedicated to the principles of liberty, individual sovereignty, and freedom from coercion. Location? Well, of course, Philadelphia, the cradle of liberty. Anarchadelphia seeks to promote self-ownership by shining light on issues ranging from geopolitics, blockchain, economics, and spiritual health and wellness, as well as by exposing the Earth's sacred hidden knowledge. They'll be featuring a variety of speakers, including Jeff Berwick, Derek Bros, Luke Kradowski, Carrie Wedler, and many more of the most influential minds in the freedom community. All Anarchadelphia guests are invited to attend three uniquely stylized after parties Friday through Sunday, where they can let loose to their favorite. Uh, they can let loose with their favorite freedom advocates. For more information, you can go to anarchadelphia.com and follow them on social media for updates. So again, it's coming up September 13th through the 15th. Anarchadelphia.com. So if you thought the news was was bad enough coming out of Texas, it's going to get worse. Or it'll get worse if the people at Bumble uh, get their way. They apparently were the Austin-based company that was behind the Texas law that has now been passed and it's in effect as of Saturday prohibiting the sending of unsolicited Nude photographs. Wait, wait, I'm sorry, I missed the part. It's already been passed? It's passed and it's uh, in effect as of last this weekend, Saturday. Uh, it went into effect. And now, according to Caroline Ellis Roche, who is Bumble's chief of staff, she says the company plans to take the legislation to the federal level and other states in the hopes of enacting it more broadly. So they are going to try to get a federal prohibition on the sending of unsolicited nude photographs. So rather than just somebody hitting delete and pressing the block button, they want that person to be able to go to the police. They want police man hours and time to be spent investigating. I just feel like that's another, you know, another stepping stone 
you know, that increases the surveillance state, right? I mean, we already already know that, you know, basically any communication can be looked at, at least from, you know, the leaks and, uh, you know, the whistleblowers. Uh, You know, the federal government does have, you know, enough nerds working for them that can do this kind of thing. So they can already, you know, get your cell phone calls. They can already track your email. They can put a thing on your computer that, like, monitors, you know, key loggers and all that kind of stuff, monitors your transactions. Even if you're using a VPN, they still have some visibility. So, like, immediately this just creates an excuse for more of that, more overtly for that to happen. Because now they have to have the mechanism to do that overtly because of this kind of a law. Well, right. If uh, if you receive a photograph from somebody who you believe to have been the person to send it to you, then if you go to the police, can the police in Texas then go to a judge and say, well, Captain Kickass came in here today and he said Johnson sent him a picture of his junk. Uh, you know, we see that it came from this number. Can you go ahead and issue a warrant? Right. Because we're right. going to now need to go in there and seize Johnson's phone and see if he's got this same photograph on his right. phone. It's well, well see everything they, else. And on they your phone. wouldn't even have to go that far. They just contact, you know, whoever the provider is, whoever owns that number that it came from. They could do that, but they're going to want to seize the device because that's more information for them. They they want that control, right? Like cuz you might have evidence of a drug deal or who knows yeah, what else course. on on the on the phone and and you're not going to be expecting it or whatever. And then and again, how many people are going to get the message that this is now illegal in Texas. Yeah. Um, you know, people don't pay attention to the news, so a lot of people are going to send a photograph and end up with the police knocking on their door and making who knows what demands. If you're listening in Texas, share this specific episode with all your friends. Yeah, share the news for sure. And again, I don't want to look. I don't have any love for these guys that are are sending nude photos of themselves. I think, that, like I said, I think it's tacky. I think it's stupid. But just because something's tacky and stupid doesn't mean it should be illegal. <laughs> Let's outlaw dumb things. Could it also be, you know, fall under speech? Good question. Should this be huh? challenged by, say, the ACLU right. or whatever? It yeah. could con- constitute speech. Free speech. I mean, this is digital communications. It's mm-hmm. not, you know, uh, a public place. You know, it's you could argue it from the art perspective. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I which is also I, free speech. You want to dress I it up a little? Send women you know? works of art, <laughs> the most beautiful works of art. See, it's a special angle. It's, uh, it's the work of God. So, and this comes back to a, a point that you brought up earlier about this is, you know, how easy will it be to get a conviction from somebody who actually wants to fight this? Because right. not only could you probably fight it on the free speech grounds, but you could also fight it on the, well, I'm not going to give you any evidence against myself. So, you know, the thing is, they know most people aren't going to fight it, right? So they know they're right. going to show up at somebody's house. How gonna, many people are going to fight it by just whipping it out and be like, see, that one's it's circumcised. Not it's not mine. <laughs> <laughs> right. So wait. I'm clearly wait. an that, that brings up a good question. So this law, it, what if you send a picture of like somebody else's, right? You know, yeah. it'll if, still be what unwanted. If you get, what if you get go to the you know the local store and grab a, God forbid, a a magazine, right? right? Mm-hmm. And take a photo of something in a magazine and well, send that. It's not that. like there's hard to find pictures of somebody else's right. dong on on the internet. So I mean, but that's not going to be the problem. It won't be illegal to only send your own junk. It'll be illegal to send any nude photograph to somebody who did not consent to receiving it that's as i understand it the way this right. this law is written but ultimately the question is 
were you the one who sent it? Because the phone right. itself, you're not going to put the phone in jail. Mm. They have to prove that it was you who hit that send button on the phone. Now, they can they have circumstantial evidence that says that, well, you own this phone number. According to Verizon, you're the person on the, you know, the, the billing address of this. But that doesn't mean that it wasn't, you know, your teenage son who picked up your phone and sent out a picture of his own junk to somebody over the phone. I mean, the likelihood that that was what happened is slim, but they still have to prove something beyond beyond mm. you know uh beyond a uh, oh god shadow of a doubt right yeah, yeah. um in in that case and without evidence and without an admission they're going to have a tough time making that case but the cops know and most people they know that most people are just going to roll over and and take a plea deal yeah, like they're going to admit to it they're going to the cops are going to show up at somebody's house bang on the door person's going to open up they're going to say did you send this uh, photograph to miss so and so on this date, and the, uh, the guy's not going to know his rights, and he's going to say, well, yeah, I did. Well, what's the matter with that? Sir, that's illegal. Here's your ticket. And they're going to write out a $500 ticket, because apparently it's just $500. So they're probably not going to arrest the guy, uh, and this is just going to be a big cash grab for the government. Right. Basically, every time somebody sends a nudie photo— Wait, So it's a uh, misdemeanor? Yeah. So then what's it going to be at the federal level? Well, it's not, it's not there yet. Uh-huh. They're going to push it to the federal level. They're going to try to get this uh, passed— the cyber civil rights. So I guess what I'm saying here is if somebody did want to try to fight this, I think they'd have a good case as long as they didn't testify against themselves to the police when they come sniffing around about it. Uh, the cyber civil rights initiative reports that 46 states have laws tackling so-called revenge porn, but almost none combat unsolicited sexually explicit images. So this makes Texas the first state to do it. A handful of other states have laws criminalizing the electronic messaging of lewd content, but most of those are linked to the sender's intentions, meaning were they intending perhaps to offend uh, I'm not sure how they're written. Washington, Pennsylvania, and New Jersey have laws against cyber stalking, which is defined by intent to harass, said Pam Greenberg, senior fellow for the National Conference of State Legislatures in South Carolina. It's illegal to anonymously send any lewd content without the consent of the person receiving it. So maybe South Carolina and Texas are the first two. Bumble. And, and what, if, what if somebody, okay, so what if somebody is discussing, so this is where we're going to get real interesting. So what if somebody sends somebody uh, an actual work of art? Mm, right. Like yeah. what if somebody's text, they're talking about like, imagine if it's two students in class and they're discussing an art project or something and somebody sends somebody, somebody a work of art that's nude. That includes and then, somebody's junk. And yeah. then, you know, that uh, one student gets offended because who's the class right. of people most likely to get offended <laughs> about anything today? College and students. They, they, and they say, I, I don't like this person, so I'm going to go ahead and uh, try to get them prosecuted. And then they right. report it to the cops. That's a great and question. It's a work of it's a literal, like, it's, you know, it's the statue of David. They sent right. me a penis picture. Right, Wee. yeah. Right, you know. When's, you know, what's going to happen? Great question. There? I don't know. And that, that will depend on how this you know, law is written. And people, of course, I'm, I'm sure there's somebody in the audience reacting like, oh, you're taking it to ridiculous extremes. No, you're, you're not. You're just ridiculous. You're ridiculous. This is ridiculous that you even suggest something like that. That's not what's going to happen. These are reasonable law. No. No, it's going to happen. The law is never reasonable. It always goes to the re- unreasonable extremes at some point. Bumble uh, bills itself as a feminist dating app where women make the first move isn't the first dating app company to take on a legislative effort. Match Group, which owns multiple dating app companies, also helped pursue legislation that was passed in California and Vermont, where in California they require all online dating platforms to post safety tips. And Vermont requires the platforms to notify users where they engaged with another user who was removed for fraud. So get ready. 
If you're in Texas, look out. I mean, again, I think it's tacky. I don't think you should do this kind of stuff, guys, in general. But I think that uh, the market can survive a few nudie pictures, that we're all going to be all right. If you see somebody's penis without consent, it's not the end of the world. I would just laugh it off and then hit delete Delete. and block. (laughs) See you tomorrow night. Hello, everyone. This is Courtney Shrem, and I want to invite you to join my husband and I, Charlie Shrem, on his new show, Untold Stories, for a deep dive into crypto history with the people who made that history. Together, we'll explore the personalities and events that gave rise to Bitcoin and the crypto revolution, the innovation, the collaboration, the battles, and the busts. You'll have a front row seat to the early days of crypto up to today, and you'll hear it from the folks who lived through it and survived to drive this movement mainstream. Untold Stories looks back to reveal what inspired some of the greatest minds on earth to come together to create this technology and change the future for everyone. So join Charlie and his guests, the techies and the traders, the entrepreneurs and the innovators, as they explore our past and understand what that means for the future.